MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano. And today is Wednesday, the 28th day of June. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Disruptions for air travelers continue Tuesday for a fourth day with more than 9,000 flights across the United States delayed or canceled after powerful storms ripped through parts of the country. Mm. Uh, Now, yesterday evening, the FAA called for a ground stop in Philadelphia until 6 p.m., stranding dozens of people. So far this morning... 18 flights have been canceled at the Philadelphia International Airport. Data from uh, FlightAware shows more than 7,300 flights within, into, or out of the United States were delayed Tuesday, and more than 2,100 were canceled. Still, that's a major decrease from Monday's chaos when more than 11,000 flights were either delayed or canceled because of severe weather and air traffic control staffing issues. Do you think there's any merit to having the pilot poll the passengers <laughs> on whether they should go for it or not? So let's try it. Let's yeah. Try Who's it. up for Who's it? Who's up for it? Who's got something yeah. important that I'm we not need to lie. get you to? Yeah, it's dicey, yeah. but let's... <laughs> Kat, suppose somebody was flying out at 638 tonight. Do you think that they'd be okay? Well, Case, they, they're... That's um, a good point, yeah. There are... Uh, all the reporters from all the stations are at the airport this morning because there are already um, cancellations. I would... I mean, obviously, you have to check <laughs> just to make sure your flight's still taken off. But it's all... It's weather and staffing issues, so hopefully the weather is, like Preston said, it's not going to be too bad, and then you'll be okay later on tonight. I saw a commercial the last night, Case. You might want to check out Bucks County. There's a lot to do there. Is there? Uh, really? I'd rather visit Delco. <laughs> Uh, United Airlines was once again faring the worst for the United States domestic airlines. 774 flights were canceled and another 1,226 flights were delayed. Uh, Republic Airways, which operates feeder flights for American Airlines, Delta and United canceled 379 flights. On Tuesday night, the FAA implemented temporary ground stops for flights going to all three major airports in the New York metro area. More than 40 40 million people in the Northeast and Central Plains are at risk of uh, severe storms on Tuesday. Uh, the majority of the people that were at risk were located in the Northeast, which did include Philadelphia, which is why they put a ground stop in as well. Uh, some of these afternoon storms could produce damaging wind gusts, heavy rain, and possible flash flooding, particularly over parts of southeastern New York, Delaware, and Pennsylvania. The Bucks County District Attorney's Office announced charges Tuesday against 11 people and a Philadelphia towing company in a multi-million dollar catalytic converter theft ring. Bucks County District Attorney Matt Weintraub says TDI towing is Philadelphia's port rich uh, in Philadelphia's Port Richmond section, bought $8.2 million <laughs> worth of catalytic converters over three years. That's crazy, isn't it? Detectives nope. combed through 5,000 hours of surveillance and conducted undercover operations. One surveillance video shows a person inside TDI towing in Port Richmond pulling a catalytic converter out of a car and cooling it off. Our goal, to put them out of business forever. A corporate death sentence, said Weintraub, who added this is the first time in his tenure he's charged an entire corporation. Remember that I had that uh, story in the Bizarre File a few weeks ago of these guys, and they had made tens yes. of millions yeah. of dollars. Staggering amount of money. So yeah. the word here was, is that the word amongst people who are on the seedier side and would steal catalytic converters, that they could go anytime, day or night. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. Yeah, and anytime. Like no questions asked. No questions asked. Yeah. And they just bring it in. So yeah. they, they purchased $8.2 million worth of them. So what did they sell it for? Yeah, oh, more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. 
27 law enforcement agencies across the Delaware Valley were involved in the investigation. As you all know, criminals don't care about borders, said Weintraub. Prosecutors say Michael Williams runs TDI Towing and is the kingpin. Six employees, many of whom are related to Williams, are also charged. Investigators say these suspects <laughs> bought the converters, uh, which were, were were brought into TDI Towing all hours of the night. Apparently one of them is an aborigine. Kevin. Well, we're looking. <laughs> well, they, they all look like the biggest mooks I've ever seen. I mean, yeah. look, look at these look at these mug shots. Not good. Um, what kills me is, do you remember the time? Well, our own vehicles, uh, the station yeah. vehicles. Yeah. Yep. Catalytic converters were clipped. Uh, four more suspects who investigators described as cutters are also charged. Investigators say the company bought an average of 175 converters per week at about $300 each and were reselling the precious metals. There are now padlocks on the Port Richmond Company. Philadelphia police say a major criminal ring in the city has been shuttered. Prosecutors say the investigator, uh, the investigation is ongoing, including into the corporations buying the metals off of TDI. Uh, they're also encouraging more victims to come forward and contact Bucks County detectives if you had a catalytic converter converter stolen. A potential lifeline could keep one of the largest sellers of wedding gowns in the country in business. David's Bridal, which is based in Conshohocken, filed for bankruptcy in April. The retailer employs more than 11,000 workers, and on Tuesday night, the company said it is in advanced discussions with an interested bidder for certain uh, for certain of his assets. David's Bridal says the potential bid would save about 7,000 jobs and keep nearly 195 stores open. A hearing is scheduled for next month. The company previously filed for bankruptcy in 2000. 2018, after being laden with uh, growing debt and declining sales of wedding dresses, it emerged from bankruptcy in 2019 as it continued to try to fix the business. In sports this morning. The Phillies beat the Cubs 5-1 yeah. last night at Wrigley Field. Wait. Brandon Marsh homered twice and drove in three runs. And Rangers scattered four hits into the eighth inning to lead the Phillies to the win. Trey Turner and Nick Castellanos each hit an RBI single for the Phillies, who have won three of their last four and 16 out of their last 21. The series continues tonight, and Aaron Nola will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 8.05. The Flyers took another step in their rebuild. Uh, in their rebuild by trading their second leading scorer, center uh, Kevin Hayes, to the St. Louis Blues in exchange for a 2024 six-round pick. As part of the deal, the Flyers will retain 50% of Hayes' $7 million salary. The Flyers were able to lower the salary cap uh, while also getting younger. His departure leaves Cam Atkinson, Sean Couturier, Nicholas Delorier, and Nick Sealer as the only players older than 30 who remain under contract. Mm. Veteran winger James Van Riemsdyk will be an unrestricted free agent. And in tragic NASCAR news. Jimmy Johnson's in-laws and his 11-year-old nephew were reported dead le- uh, late Monday night in a suspected murder-suicide. The three are the parents and nephew of Johnson's wife, Chandra Janway. Uh, police found Terry Jack and Dalton Janway dead inside a home in Oklahoma late Monday night. Police were called to the house at about 9 o'clock, finding a man's body lying inside the front door before hearing another gunshot from further inside of the house. Investigators believe that Terry shot and killed her husband and grandson before shooting herself. It's horrible. Johnson, who was scheduled to compete in the NASCAR our Chicago street race this weekend has withdrawn from the event. And that's what I have for you this morning. Yeah, that's an insane story. Awful. Absolutely. So we'll move along and yes. dive into some other more pleasant things. We have an announcement today. 
That's going to be a pleasant thing. Uh, we're going to share an event coming up very soon that you may want to be a part of, and we certainly hope you will. So we'll get to that at some point during the program, probably around the Bizarre Fall. That's when we do that uh, type of message thing. And we'll go live on Fox Good Day. We have a secret text word. Let me take a gander at what we're giving away today. We have a chance for you to win a pair of tickets for the second of two shows as MMR Rocks, Dave Matthews Band, oh, hey. Saturday, July 9th. Oh, he's excited. For, at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. So that is up and running. If you would like your chance to win, text the word SECRET to 39333. We will send you a word back, and we'll ask you to call in later on with that word designated caller wins. And we'll grab a random texter and give away a pair that way as well. Just saying. We'll do that. Yeah. Just saying. Huh? Yeah. Just saying. And... <laughs> We're going to have John DeBella on the program today. Yes. John's last day is Friday. Yeah. And then he is done as a professional broadcaster. It's unbelievable. A, uh, a legend, uh, his career coming to an end. And John's a friend of ours, obviously. So uh, John's going to pop in around in the 9 o'clock hour, and uh, we'll just talk to him about it. He's got that. a lot of plans, so yeah. good, good. You yeah. know, good for him. So we will uh, we'll get to that and um, a few other things this morning. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. The entertainment report is what we will get into. And yes pair of tickets to see Bruce Springsteen for the stupid question coming up when we return. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Don't you hate it when some jerk on the radio says, hey, Alexa, open MMR. Uh, did it work? No? Okay. Well, maybe, hey, Alexa, wake me up to WMMR every day at 6 a.m. And if that didn't work, just know that you can do that anytime yourself. You're welcome. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopingAndWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, for Springsteen tickets, we're going to give away a pair right now. This is for the show uh, number two, Friday, August 18th at Citizens Bank Park. And the question that I will ask you is this. In what interesting location was Richard Nixon located when he gave the famous I am not a crook speech? Uh-huh. Let's see if you remember this. 215-263-WMMR. I didn't know this until this morning. In what interesting location was Richard Nixon located when he gave the famous I am not a crook speech? Can't wait to find out the answer. 215-263-WMMR. By the way, tomorrow will be a Bruce Springsteen question. All right, I'm saving that one for yes. our final pair of tickets that we'll give away. Today is the 28th day of June. 
We'll go through some birthdays while we await that answer. <clears throat> Kelly Pickler, the country yeah, singer, music yeah. star, and American Idol contestant. She what? celebrates her birthday today. She's 37. Didn't she suffer a tragedy? Didn't her husband die? Something like Suicide? that. Suicide? I, I, I remember, I, I don't keep, you know, yeah. tabs all the time, but I remember something bad happening in her life. Yeah. Not that long ago. She was kind of a sweetheart on yeah. Idol. Yeah. Uh, so Nick's going to look that up and see if we can confirm. She? She's 37 today. He died at 49 of an apparent suicide. Oh, wow. Uh, so 37th birthday today for Kelly Pickler. Uh, it's Kathy Bates' birthday today. Great actress. So good. You know, a movie that gets uh, not a lot of attention, but Dolores Claiborne. Oh, my God. She that's is a great movie. movie. Yeah. It's a it's a moody film. Yeah. It's, it's a yeah. downer, big time. Um, but, um, and, and obviously, Misery. And he didn't get out. <laughs> Uh, both Stephen King's stories yeah, were yeah. huge for her, but uh, yeah, he didn't get out of the cockadoodie car. No, he stayed in the cockadoodie yeah. car. Yeah. He didn't get out of the cockadoodie car. Uh, <laughs> Titanic, Fried Green Tomatoes, a lot of great stuff in her career. She's seventy-five years old today. <laughs> Danielle Bribois, Brisebois. Ah, uh, Steph, little kid, little Stephanie on All in the Family, and then she joined the band The New Radicals. Oh, yeah. I remember that. That great song, You Only Get What You Give. And, it's a great uh, song. She's, uh, she's a vocalist for the band. Uh, so, yeah, she turns uh, 54 years old. We today. saw them in concert. They were at, uh, it was a, was it a, a Y100 no, event? Y100. It was a festival. Yeah. Right. It was at the, it was at uh, the Electric Factory. And they opened with this song. And they closed with this song. Only time I've ever seen a band do that. Only time ever, yeah. But they played it twice. And it was a huge hit. And it's still, you know. It's a great song to put on anytime. It always gets me in a pretty good mood. So, happy 54th birthday to Danielle Breezebaugh. One, two, three, four. My dad loves this song. Oh, that's great. And it's really, it's, Steve, it's adorable because he starts, like, to sing along to the celebrities that are listed at some yes. point. And he gets about, I don't know, a third of them right. But, like, he tries. He tries Does he get Courtney Love and Marilyn Manson? Manson. Yeah. yeah, but he'll get about half of each name. <laughs> Uh, so who else? It's funny that he gets Manson right because he was it was oh, a yeah, family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Connection with the Charlie Manson family, of course. Yeah. Big so fan. we also have an absolute legend celebrating his birthday today, Mr. Mel Brooks. I think we always play this on his birthday. The Inquisition. Let's begin. The Inquisition. Look out, Sid. We have a mission to convert the Jews. We're going to teach them wrong from right. We're going to help them see the light and make an offer that they can't refuse. That the Jews just can't refuse. Uh, so, so many great movies. That's from History of the World Part 1. Uh, right. Um, and obviously, Blazing Saddles was a groundbreaker for him. The producers was huge. And Spaceballs, a movie that ended up becoming beloved over time. Yes. I, it, I thought it was kind of lame when it first so came out. So did I. But my kids love that movie, and they have since they well, were kids. The thing with Spaceballs, it came out many years after Star Wars Mania had sort of quieted down it a was, bit. It seemed yeah. way right. too late. Way too late for it. But if yeah. you go back, like, people could not believe the producers when that came out. It's like, you've got to be kidding. <laughs> uh, and Full uh, show tunes with uh, the Nazis. Nazis and, yeah. and, um, but uh. Uh, there's a movie that he did way early in his career called The Twelve Chairs with Dom DeLuise yeah. and Frank Langella. Yep. And it takes place in Russia, and it's hilarious, 
Uh, but if you ever get a chance, you, and you're a big Mel Brooks fan, check that one out. And I, I, I you, you just have to love Young Frankenstein. Oh, my God. It's just, I, I remember I kind of brushed it. I loved it initially, and then I kind of brushed it off for a long time. And I went back and rewatched it just a handful of years ago, and I was cracking uh-huh. up. If you want to have a good oh. experience, watch, uh, the, watch Son of Frankenstein, which is really where most of Young Frankenstein comes from. And then watch Young Frankenstein. It makes it even that much better. He's 97 today, wow. by the way. Mel Brooks. Doing yeah. great. John Cusack. Uh, say anything, obviously. Big for him. But he's been in lots of great movies. High Fidelity is one that's kind of uh, stuck around as a cult favorite as well. I'm sure his favorite as an actor would be Con Air. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? I never saw that movie. No? Yeah. Uh, you don't have to. Yeah. Um, but I did watch... No, some, thanks. Uh, no, thank you. Uh, I watched uh, One Crazy Summer over the weekend on Friday. It's it's available on Tubi now, and Tubi yeah. is free. I love that movie. That Better Off Dead. Yeah, good memories, so too. Good. It's yeah. a piece of nostalgia. Yeah. yeah. They were a lot of fun. Uh, what's one I was thinking of? You know what, actually, it's kind of a, a cute movie is America's Sweethearts. Yes. Uh, Julia Roberts is in that, and Catherine Zeta-Jones. And is Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, John Cusack is 57 today. It's also John Elway's birthday today. Ah. Uh, former quarterback. <laughs> he turned 63. They used to do, like, these NFL experience things, uh, you know, on ESPN. I guess maybe it was, like, during, um, like, All-Star Weekend or Pro right. Bowl Weekend or whatever. And so at one point they showed John and John Elway getting into a water slide. He was enjoying the, the festivities. And I was like, oh, my God, he is not in shape at all. Like, you just see these football players, and they're all stacked with muscles. I and know. he just looked like a dad on the beach. I was like, that's John Elway? Yeah, it's funny when you see someone who is a professional athlete, and you go, oh, these, this person's got to be in shape. But our, our perceptions years ago, it was not so much the case. Right. Um, now it's a little bit more obvious. I remember he was the big butt of the joke in the OJ thing when that happened because right. uh, it was a slow white Bronco. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that was, that was a big yeah. one. That's a great joke. Yeah, it was a great joke. It was a good joke. You know, even I laugh at that one. <laughs> and I'm the murderer. I mean, I, uh, I'm uh, looking for the murderer. Uh, John Elway is 63 today. Uh, Mary Stuart Masterson. Always loved her. We were just talking about some kind of wonderful, because we were talking about um, kissing scenes in movies. It was a National Kiss Day, and I had always said that that, that scene of her and Eric Stoltz in the movie when they kiss, uh, like halfway through, is is a really sweet moment. Uh, but uh, Benny and June, another movie of hers. What was the one... Was it uh, at close range? Her and oh, uh, uh, Chris Penn, Chris Penn, Sean Penn, Sean Penn, right? And yeah. Chris Penn's in it, and Christopher Walken. Yeah, that's a pretty good movie. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, she's fifty-seven today. Uh, Elon Musk has a birthday today. Uh, he turns fifty-two years old. Everybody's waiting to see if he's going to. Him and Zuckerberg are going to roll it out and have a, <laughs> a cage fight. Where's it? What's his status now? Because it vacillates back and forth. Well, um, his mom stepped in apparently and said she did, she doesn't want him to do it. I don't. You, you boys make nice. That's what she said. She said she said fight with words, not in the use in your the words. Cage. I yeah. know use your words. The only reason I do want to see it is because you see this footage of like Zuckerberg sparring mm. and. I'm like, of, he's of course training you're jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu. I yeah, know, yeah. but you're also like a billionaire. So like, who is it? Like Elvis level? Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. Uh, is he the, is he currently the wealthiest man? Is the question because that tends to change from week to week, right? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think so he so. might be hurting for cash right now. Right, yeah. he may want to do this. Yeah, it might be the way to go. Get Damon Feldman to promote it. <laughs> then the last birthday I saw, you have to love this character. If you watch Ted Lasso, Brendan Hunt. 
who plays Coach Beard, celebrates yeah. his birthday today. Coach Beard <laughs> reminds me of Chuck D'Amico. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. Uh, that, I see the same, some, you know, type of... Okay. Demeanor. Uh, yes, because Chuck can be very... Um, and, and I want to say this, uh, I don't know how to explain this, but Chuck can seem very uh, stone. Stoic. Stoic, yeah, that's good. And then can all of a sudden have these bursts of personality that just explode. Yeah. And that's the way Beard is, too. He's meaner. You know? Though it made <laughs> Chuck D'Amico a good manager and a good um, organizer is the same same quality. They're that, both very wise. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And and um, and willing to listen. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. You yeah. Know? yeah. Did you guys watch the... Has everyone done the final no, season? No, I have. No. Kathy, oh, we can talk. Episodes. Right. There's yeah. a part in the final oh. season uh, where Beard wears something when he uh, is at... Um, who's the owner's house? The woman. Rebecca. Has, at Rebecca's house. So I haven't seen that. That's yet. what reminded me yeah. about Chuck. I, when oh, you really? see yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, but uh, he's a great <clears throat> character. He's a great little... And you, you just can't wait to see what what he's going to say uh, yeah. all the time. Uh, I, again, I know that it's, let's just hope there are sequels. Because I, I, I need more Something. of those people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we sat down to watch an episode uh, night before last because it was a trying day. Yeah. And I'm like, we need some Ted. Yeah, we, uh, we need some <laughs> Ted right now. And it helped. It helped out quite a bit. My dad has gotten on board to watch no. it. Oh, excellent. Oh, so yeah. He loves it. Yes. He hasn't even seen the first two seasons. He's been watching this final season with us. So we need to go back. <laughs> oh, damn. We have to watch the whole thing all over again. <laughs> uh, did, did you watch Shrinking? Not Wait, yet. Is it tr- yeah, Shrinking with, um, with uh, Harrison, Ford. Harrison Ford. It's like, it's different than Ted Lasso, but it's that like... Yeah, like feel good All right. feel. It's it's funny. It's good. there's serious parts. Yeah, do me a favor. Watch the bear, but from the Stop. first well, episode I forward. No, I, I, I did. I, okay. Because the second season is out, I started. All right, watching there it. you go. Yeah, I am. All right, we're gonna see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. Uh, where did I? It's right over there to your left. Thank you very much. I normally don't put it there. Um, In what interesting location was Richard Nixon located when he gave the famous I am not a crook speech? 215-263-WMMR is the number. We are going to go to Randy. Hey, Randy, good morning. What's up, Pud? (laughs) Hey, Pud. Hey, Pud. All right, Randy, where was Richard Nixon when he gave that famous I am not a crook speech? I'm going to go with Disney World. He was at Disney World. I love this place. Yeah. I had no idea that that's where he was when that took place. I was getting fitted for my princess outfit. All right, Randy, hang on the line. We're going to give you a pair of tickets to see Bruce Springsteen in the East Street Band. Show number two, Friday, August 18th at Citizens Bank Park. Tickets for Bruce Springsteen in the East Street Band. Wednesday, August 16th wow. and Friday, August 18th, Citizens Bank Park. They are available at phillies.com slash Springsteen. Did I miss a birthday, Nick? Yeah, a local guy that we had on the show not that long I, ago. That sucks. Bruce Davidson, character actor. Oh, we yeah. A while back, um, uh, he was in the original X-Men movie. He played Senator Kelly. Uh, and he's been in loads of stuff. He's a guy that you go, that dude. Yes, he's awesome. He's an Oscar nominee, too, uh, for Longtime Companion. Uh, and he was a super nice guy. Yeah. He was delighted that we had him on the program. So happy birthday, man. All right, we'll go through some uh, stories. I got some intense, interesting things to pass along to you and some lighter stuff as well. But on Tuesday, uh, the San Bernardino Sheriff's Office released a statement confirming that the human remains found by hikers on Mount Baldy over the weekend have been identified as the missing actor Julian Sands. They had to make sure 100%, and they did. It's so sad. The room of the view actor went missing in January while hiking in the area. And the you, you repeated a quote of his, Preston, where he said he never felt as alive as he did. Well, look, he 
hiking was clearly something he enjoyed. He enjoyed the solitude. He enjoyed that. So hopefully, towards the last parts or moments of his life, he was able to connect to that a bit. Yeah. The identification process uh, for the body located on Mount Baldy on June 24th, 2023, has been completed and was possibly identified. This is the statement. Uh, as 65-year-old Julian Sands of North Hollywood. Uh, the manner of death is still under investigation pending further results. So they don't know if he had a, you know, if he fell and had an accident or yeah. he had some kind of a medical episode. We don't know Possible, yet. yeah. Uh, Sands' decades-long acting career included roles in films such as Warlock, Arachnophobia, Ocean's 13, The Phantom of the Opera. Um, uh, what was the, the one that we loved? Um uh, Oxford Blues. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, Leaving Las Vegas, The Killing Fields. He also appeared on television shows such as uh, Stargate SG-1, Ghost Whisperer, Person of Interest, 24, Smallville, and Crossbones. Uh, his family released his statement last week uh, just celebrating his life. So yeah. knew he was gone. So that's sad news. This is really weird. Rosie O'Donnell took to TikTok recently to comment on the case of the Menendez brothers. What? They're the subject of a new Peacock documentary, so that's why she's commenting on this. Uh, But it's called Menendez and Menudo, Boys Betrayed. O'Donnell said that she believes that both Eric and Lyle Menendez are, quote, innocent in the 1989 murder of their parents, Jose and Mary Louise. Uh, She said in 1996, uh, Lyle sent me a letter, basically said, I know you know, and I hope that we could connect. And, you know, he was right. She said, I did know that they were innocent. I did know that those were boys who had been incested because uh, they were supposedly molested. They were molested. Supposedly, that was their court case. They were yep. molested by the dad, and it overwhelmed them so much that they plotted to kill him. Yep. O'Donnell's- and this, this has been done before. These documentaries yes. on them have been yeah. done for a long time, and, and they've revisited this case a number of times. O'Donnell said in the video, she later explained uh, in a follow-up video that Lyle was compassionate, understanding, sensitive, and intuitive, and could see that she, too, had been sexually abused by her father. Uh, not for anything, but I remember back when that Menendez case took place, I, there was a um, a record executive that knew, uh, uh, had dealt with uh, Eric uh, Menendez before, and told me that the guy was just a bastard. Was really? just, yeah. just That's mean. what I heard, yeah. Was just nasty. So... You know, I, I don't know what Who that knows? means in this case. I have no idea. But she says, she later added, it's time. I believe them. They were horribly abused by their parents. They did the unthinkable, which uh, had been done to them day after day after day. And they paid the price for that. The former talk show host added, free the Menendez brothers in the caption of the video. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure uh, if this is out yet, the documentary. Uh, I, I, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, it's a fascinating story. All right, much lighter stuff. Please. Days after John Hamm married Anna Osceola in a star-studded celebration in California, an old interview he did with Playboy resurfaced in which he reportedly expressed disinterest in marriage. He said, my parents got divorced when I was two and never remarried. So doesn't mean anything to me. Um, he reportedly told the outlet in 2012, uh, I don't mean to say that it shouldn't mean things to other people. I'm not judging in one way or another. It's just my experience. However, his views have clearly changed since then. The Madman actor appeared on Tuesday's episode of the Table for Two with Bruce Bozzi podcast and said marriage is the thing that leads to the next thing of life. And that's what I hope. And it's the journey and it's exciting. Well, Clooney said the same sort of stuff. And look right. what happened there. Yeah. Found At the a right certain person. point, you want uh, someone in your life. Yeah. You know. Uh, he added, ideally, it gives you and your partner a sense of stability and comfort and an identifying capacity that is better, deeper, richer than it's my girlfriend or it's my boyfriend or my boyfriend or what have you. So he's very happy. All right. This is really cool. 
A gentleman by the name by the name of David Corinswet. Yes. Born in Philadelphia, attended Bryn Mawr Shipley School. He will be donning the famous red cape as Superman wow. in the new DC Studios film Superman Legacy. You know, I'm a and I think you are as well, a Henry Cavill guy. I love Christopher Reeve and I love I love uh, James uh, Gunn, and I think looking at this guy and looking at the things he's been in, he's going to be a solid Superman. Uh, the film launches the first chapter called Chapter One, Gods and Monsters of a new multi-platform DC universe heralded by DC Studios CEO and new and co-chairs Peter Safran and James Gunn, who is the writer and director of the film. You know, I think of the clips that I saw of him, Preston, I wasn't all that familiar I think why he got this, besides obviously as the, the chiseled good looks, but I think he can play the Clark Kent side okay. very effectively. All right. Uh, Cornswet, by the way, cut his teeth as a child actor in Arden Theater Company's 2002 production of All My Sons and appeared in several productions by Walnut Street Theater Company and People's Light and Theater Company. Uh, he was also a part of Macbeth, staged during the 2003 Philadelphia Shakespeare Festival. Uh, the Superman casting decision <clears throat> comes after months of auditions and in-person tests. Somewhere, Corn Sweat had to appear in full costume. And the marvelous Mrs. Maisel star, Rachel Brosnahan, is going to be playing co-lead Lois Lane. I think that's a great choice, too. I agree. She's got the right amount of sass. She's sassy. Yeah. Yep, I uh, agree. She's attractive. Yep. Yeah, and I think they'll pair nicely. So I'm looking forward to this. Every time these things are announced, I know there's a whole bunch of blowback from people. And I get it. I'm, I'm a fan of uh, the people who have preceded them. But look at it. If they do a great job, the more the merrier. Uh, the I'm, production is yet to finalize uh, Lex Luthor, so we're going to find out down the road who that'll be. Yeah, Case? I'm, I'm just learning about this guy. I didn't realize he was from Philadelphia, but like... Yeah, I mean his uh, his uh, maternal grandfather was Edward Packard. He cr- the creator of the Choose Your Own Adventure books. No, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So we got to get him on. We'll shame him into coming on yeah, because he, he's from Philadelphia. Yeah, he Listen. went to Penn for a little while, and then he was a while a freshman at Penn. Got into the Juilliard school, and then I'm yeah. So this guy's a learned. He's 29. There's a good chance he grew up listening to the press. He most likely sure. did. Yeah. He probably tackled me for tickets at some point. At some point. If he's smart, even if he didn't, he'll lie and say he did. Well, let's extol the virtues of the People's Light and Theater because it's a great place and a really cool um, uh, proving grounds for somebody like this. And so, me, if we talk about how great the People's Light and Theater is, <laughs> yes. they will put us in touch. Boy, with Nick, the, I was just there for a charity event. And yeah. It's a glorious facility with David. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a really nice spot. By the way, uh, Superman Legacy, according to Saffron, is not an origin story. He said it focuses on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing. And he added uh, that uh, Superman's human alter ego, Clark Kent, a journalist at the Daily Planet where he works uh, with Lois, Lois Lane, will be a big part, obviously. And it'll be the first major uh, role for Cornsweat, who has previously appeared as Jack Costello on the Netflix series Hollywood. Uh, the 2022 A24 slasher film Pearl and the TV series House of Cards. Uh, he'll be starring in an upcoming romantic musical called The Greatest Hits and the Apple TV Plus series Lady in the Lake, which also stars Natalie Portman. So his star is on the rock. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Superman Legacy is scheduled for a summer release in 2025. So uh, There's one issue I have with the casting in this. Uh, Lana Lane, 
is being played by Norma Stitch. Oh, and I no. Think that's, that's weird. I think that's weird. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. I'm going to mention this story, and I want a follow-up because this has not been fully verified, but it's interesting. Um, Shelly Miscavige, David Miscavige's wife, yeah. has not been seen in public. So David Miscavige, for those who don't know, is the head of Scientology. Uh, has not been seen in public since 2007 when officers with the Los Angeles Police Department allegedly connected with her following Leah Remini's missing persons filing in 2013. Her fingerprints reportedly did not match what's in the DMV system, according to Radar Online. Yes. The bombshell reported by journalist Yashar Ali after six years of investigating. And according to his findings, not only did Shelley's prints allegedly not match what was already on record, but he accused the LAPD of working with the Church of Scientology to cover it up. Uh, Remini has, of course, called out the police department several times, claiming that she was never given an answer when she followed up about what happened to her missing persons report that she filed after leaving the religious group nearly a decade ago. If anyone could commission a duplicate android, it would be him. Yes. Right? Yes. He would have the wherewithal. To make an exact duplicate of the wife. Uh, so the LAPD, uh, Lieutenant Andre Dawson, spoke about the officer's meeting with Shelling in the past, claiming that she declined to release a public statement when Dawson was asked if the meeting allegedly uh, happened with Scientology officials present. He allegedly responded, that's classified. I am doing fine. Uh, Radar Online has now learned the LAPD's meeting with David Miscavige's wife happened at a coffee shop in West Covina, which is outside of the department's jurisdiction. After that... Uh, she was accompanied by Jeffrey Riffer, who has a link to Scientology since he's handled her husband's legal issues. And the journalist reportedly reported that Shelley's fingerprints were taken to the meeting and did not conclusively match what the DMV. Doesn't make any sense. Fine. I don't understand. Yeah. And they say that during the lunch, Preston, she took an entire Subway hoagie and put it all into her mouth wow. in one shot. In one shot. Like wow. Only someone who can unhinge their lower jaw could do that. Could do that. And that's like a lizard person Ex- or, or a it. robot. Exactly. Uh, so the only two things that eat that way. Um, we'll keep an eye on this. Yes. See if there's any follow-up. Should uh, that be that. one of us? Should that be one of our investigative reports? We're ah, looking for oh, something yeah. to investigate. I like that. Let's get on. Talking about that yesterday. Does that right. mean, are we going to like do work on it? Or? No, okay, no, that we will not do. All right, we'll, uh, we'll just talk about it. Okay. Yeah. But so, if we happen to by chance come across information that, uh-huh. yeah, then we'll, we'll take it. We'll take credit for that? I mean, we've got yeah. things to do. I got you. Subcontract. On Monday's episode <laughs> of Watch What Happens Live, Jennifer Lawrence addressed the rumors that she had an affair with Liam Hemsworth while he what? was in a relationship with Miley Cyrus. They were, they were married! By the way, I can't get enough of the Miley Cyrus clip of her with the incredibly low... That's great. Um, vocal, uh, fry. vocal fry. And then people are adding on... <laughs> like, like, there's a gazillion of them. It's amazing. There's tons of things really about Do we have the one with the dog? Wait. Journey is about it. It's all about But that... Is that a new clip? I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a newer clip. There are loads of them. Like, I've seen one after another after another. In fact, the funniest one I saw recently takes a clip from... Uh, from Beck in uh, uh, from uh, Loser or no? What's that? Two turntables and a microphone. Yes. Yeah, is that Loser? Yeah. No, no, no. It's two turntables. And a yeah, microphone. that's the song. But yeah. that part where it's uh, the voice sounds like a robot. Yes. Like, I got two turntables and a microphone. That's <laughs> Miley before. I yeah. love these Star Wars <laughs> clips that connect with that. When <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. that, yeah. oh, great. Yeah, oh, is it I this one? It. Hang on here. The journey is usually the part that you remember, anyways. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! god. Yeah. Usually the getting there. One- Oh, my God. It's so bad. Uh, (laughs) The journey is usually the part that you remember anyways. Yeah. 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 Y
that. Oh, my God. So fans of the singer <laughs> have theorized that the Flowers music video that Cyrus released on Hemsworth, uh, Hemsworth's uh, 33rd birthday in January was about an affair between the two stars, between him and Jennifer Lawrence. Whoa. Uh, so Andy Cohen had asked her... Uh, there was already a lot of talk that the music video was referencing a sacred fling that you had with Liam Hemsworth while he was with Miley Cyrus. Lawrence responded saying, not true, total rumor. She said, I mean, we all know me and Liam, like, kissed one time. It was years after they had broken up. I swear to God, if you're sleeping with her, I'll kill you. Uh, in the video, she had... The journey is usually the part that you remember anyways. <laughs> in the video... Cyrus wears a gold dress that resembles one that uh, Jennifer wore oh. to the 2012 Los Angeles. Lucky to see these secret little clues. Premiere yeah. of the Hunger Games, mm. and so and uh, she's in this picture. She's manually stimulating him, Preston. I didn't even see yeah. that. Uh, so Lawrence added, "So I just assumed that was like a coincidence." Coinc- so, nope, no coincidence there. <laughs> uh, on to another singer. Um, is a pink concert. An appropriate place to bring your late mother's ashes. Well, while the Grammy winner was performing her hit Just Like a Pill during one of her recent shows in Hyde Park in London, a fan tossed a clear plastic bag of a powdered substance on stage, and it turned out to be her dead mother's ashes. According to a video of the moment, Pink received the bag, picked it up, and holding it only by the corner said, Is this your mom? (laughs) Yeah. And then she says, um, I don't know how to feel about this. She was a little taken aback. And put it back down. I think we've all thrown pieces of our dead relatives up on stage at some point. Uh, Pink is. Maybe it was a Gordon Lightfoot uh, concert. I I, I threw the uh, arm of my uncle. Oh, my God. (laughs) His entire arm? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Probably a bad idea. Uh, Pink is currently in the midst of a summer of her summer carnival 2023 tour. By the way, all right, this was big news yesterday. It's official. Ryan Seacrest has been chosen as the next host of Wheel of Fortune following yeah. Pat Sajak's retirement. Uh, no, so- I kind of feel like Case, you were the one that said that right when when they first announced that uh, Pat was retiring. Like yep. we don't need more Ryan Seacrest. We and don't. I, when I saw this yesterday, I kind of thought that. Uh, Seacrest confirmed the news via Instagram on Tuesday. He said, I'm truly humbled to be stepping into the footsteps of the legendary Pat Sajak. I can say along with the rest of America that it's been a privilege and pure joy to watch Pat and Vanna on our television screens for an unprecedented 40 years. Uh, this make- was all planned out, though. Like the like him leaving Kelly, um, sure. live with Kelly and this, like, it, you know, it was No, the, uh, this was, was not happenstance. Well right. uh, but you know what? He is a solid he is host. Good. Actually, he was good friends with Merv Griffin, who created uh, Wheel of Fortune. I think Merv Griffin gave him his first job, which was hosting a game show. I'll tell you what, though. I don't know that I love the pair between him and Vanna. Oh, really? I want Vanna to stay. I, I, I know. I do, too. But I, I'll be interested to see how that goes. I think that they... Do you think that he's going to make her look too old? Oh, yeah. Maybe. Probably. She looks yeah. great, though. She does look great. I just hope that it doesn't make it look awkward. Right. I hear you. Uh, so he said, uh, I love the way that he's talking to Pat. I love the way you've always celebrated the contestants and made viewers feel at home, uh, viewers at home feel at ease. I look forward to learning everything I can from you during this transition. So if he, this could be it. He could ride out the rest oh of his life. Oh, my God, it's such a plum gig. It's so easy. And uh, by the way, you have the right personality, it's easy. You shoot a season's worth of episodes in like, what, a couple days? Well, no, they do They do five shows in two days. Yeah, and then they'll, uh, they'll, they'll sorry, do they that. Do- They'll do that for a series of months, and then they'll be done. They do two weeks 
uh, worth of shows in two days. Jeopardy tapes uh, two days. I think it's Monday, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, and then Wheel tapes on Thursday and Friday. Same lot, uh, and they actually use the same technicians from one set to the next. Crazy. So two weeks' worth of shows yeah, in two so, days. Wow. Well, uh, just a quick side note. One of the interesting things, I think, about being a five-time Jeopardy champion is that you have to win five shows in a row and often have to do that all in one day or wow. over two days. Wow. So, so it's a real difficult thing to do, and um, and you're just that's intense pressure in a really yeah. short amount of time. Yep. If you could host one game show, which game show would you want to host? Oh, Wheel of Fortune. Price is Right. No, the, Wheel the, of Fortune. I think, so easy. I think light, the lightest lifting is probably Wheel of Fortune. But is, you know yeah. what? Pat Sajak is, is as smooth as can be. He's yep. great. Yep. Do you have information, though, about Vanna asking for more money? Nope. Oh, no. What do you know? So, I just heard that, that um, I guess she supposedly hasn't had a raise in 18 years. I mean, obviously, she makes a nice <laughs> chunk of change, but um, she was not making anywhere near what he was making, obviously, sure. um, and that she's asking for a raise. So I wonder if this is sort of like, uh, you know, she's going to ask for the stars, and if she doesn't get it, then maybe she retires, too. So. Yeah, yeah, that might be the case. All right, uh, and then one more thing. Uh, well, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's deal with Spotify has come to a close. Their relationship with Netflix is ongoing. Uh, a spokesperson for the streaming platform told People in a statement, uh, we value our partnership with Archwell Productions. Harry and Meghan was Netflix's biggest documentary debut ever, and we'll, we will continue to work together on a number of projects, including the upcoming documentary series, Heart of Invictus. They should produce the next season of Tiger King. Ah. Uh, Okay, well, Heart of Invictus follows uh, veteran athletes as they prepare for Prince Harry's Invictus Games, which took place in The Hogue, or The Hague? Yeah, The Hague. The Hague, yeah, in the Netherlands. Uh, in April. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Hague. <laughs> in April of 2022. I just heard it very faintly in the Hague. background. Hague. Hague. All right, um, clips. Yeah! Goddamn right. <laughs> that time of the day. The new documentary, Rock Hudson, All That Heaven Allowed, tells the life story of the Hollywood icon and his importance to the early AIDS crisis. Here, director Stephen Kajak talks about why he feels the story is so worth telling. Here we go. Trying to tell more stories uh, about gay people and our history and what better way to do it than with one of the biggest movie stars of his time? I don't even know who the hell you are. Uh, Rock Hudson, All That Heaven Allowed, is streaming today on Max. Here's the next clip. Netflix's fantasy drama The Witcher is back for its third season. This will be the excuse me, final season to feature Henry Cavill in the lead role, who will be replaced in season four by Liam Hemsworth. Uh, when asked what she thought about the high-profile switch, co-star Mayanna Burring had this to say. I think, you know, people leave jobs for various reasons and new people come over and take take on the role. And I, I think it will work out beautifully. It so often does. It's like we've had how many Batmans have we had? How many Spidermans? And how wonderful. It just gives an audience a new chance to sort of dive into the pond of another of another kind of reenactment of the character and i think it's great it'll be fab oh shut up <laughs> season three of the witcher starts streaming tomorrow on netflix and there you go the entertainment report for today all right uh we have a secret text where we're giving away tickets to see dave matthews band saturday july 22nd man that'll be awesome yeah absolutely 
Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Text the word secret to 39333 because we would love for you to win at some point during the program. We have an announcement coming up today about an event that is on the way. I don't want to give anything no. up too early. So around Bizarre File Time, we are going to reveal what that is. Um, and John DeBella is going to be on our show today. Our buddy. He is wrapping up his uh, his career uh, on Friday. Uh, so He we'll... says he finally wants his opportunity to curse at Kathy. That's yeah. yeah, going to happen, finally. <laughs> no. Uh, but we'll, we'll spend some time with John uh, later on this morning. Let's take a quick break, and we'll return in just a second. Hang out, because we won't be gone long. At MMR, we thought, what better way to celebrate this country's 247th birthday in America's birthplace than with a big old block party? MMR's fill-in-the-fourth block party weekend is four big days filled with big four-song blocks. We'll roll three from one of your favorite MM artists, and you call in with the perfect song to fill in the fourth. Now that there's some good old-fashioned American ingenuity. MMR's fill-in-the-fourth block party weekend, just like the founders intended. From 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. America. Can I do a quick shout out? Yes. I got an email. This is from uh, Lily Moss. Shut! And she says, uh, hopefully you guys are doing awesome. I want to give a shout out to my mom, Lynn. She introduced me to you guys when I was in elementary school. She said, <sighs> 10 out of 10, great parenting. <laughs> uh, now I'm 21 and I listen to you guys on the daily. She even got me a shout out for my 13th birthday Jeez. in September 2014. It's awesome. Uh, but she says, unfortunately, my mom passed away a year ago Aww. due to colon cancer. And I was wondering if you could give her a, a, a juicy shard out um, and get your colonoscopies. They save lives and rock uh, rock on. That's I wanted to drive that message home. Uh, she says, love from Mullica Hill, New Jersey, Lily. So if we could do a shard out, that would be great. <laughs> And a great reminder from her to you to get your colonoscopy. By right? the way, there is an article that says uh, the colon cancer is affecting people in, in much younger age groups these days. So yeah. if you have a history of it in your family, you might want to just get it looked at. And they've lowered the age range yes, they uh, have. to start looking for that, too. So, yeah. Um, so outside of that, uh, an interesting story that Steve... Uh, forwarded to me. TJ Maxx. Oh! The store. Casey's right. a, a Maxinista. Casey's jam. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm literally wearing, uh, I mean, at any given time, I'm wearing something I got at TJ Maxx. All right. And you, I'm going to ask a very specific question. Do okay. Kathy, do you ever shop there? Oh, yeah. I'll go there. Okay. Yeah, sure. Then I will ask you too. Okay. Um, fashionistas, or Maxinistas, Maxinistas, are going viral on Tic Tac after sharing that the discount store has what they're calling a laxative effect to it. <laughs> While searching through the racks of the best deals possible, people feel the need to run to the restroom, and apparently it's more common than you think. Um, okay. Do no. you feel a sort of laxative-like effect when you <laughs> shop at TJ Maxx? So here's the thing. It's... Um Okay, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm running to the bathroom to crap myself. Okay, let's just just let, just let me get right out now. my right, comment. Yeah. There's a sensation, like a feeling, and and I don't just get it at TJ Maxx, but where you're um, like almost there's like anxiety, like you're 
either you're like fight or flight. Uh, yeah, like almost. I, I, and <clears throat> for me, it's not like I'm rushing. It's just this like I don't know this like anxiety feeling w- when you're shot. And I don't I'm know totally if, gonna ask my pants. No, I don't know if anxiety is is the right word. Excitement. But, but there's yeah, like there's excitement. There's um, I can't. I'm, I'm orgasmic arousal. No, no, I'm not like putting it. I'm not. I feel like I'm not describing. I it think properly. it isn't about good sex that makes me have to crap. But like uh, a little excitement, a little anxiety, and. And, um, yeah, and it almost makes you, I, I, again, not running to the bathroom, but it almost just gives me that, like, like butterflies in my stomach. I want to see if, if anybody listening can concur with this. All right, 215-263-WMMR. I've told you guys before, and it doesn't happen anymore, and it's too bad because, actually, I kind of like it, is when I would be going to concert... And I would pull into the, start pulling into the parking lot. Yeah, the butterflies, the excitement, and the need to take a dump would always happen every single time because I, I was just you. of what what's going to happen. I what's, hear you. What's what's about to occur? It's excitement what, what can be. When I would just get so excited. Do you think that's a fight or flight? Uh, if the in, instinct kicking, it just not that it's directly correlates to that, but Something that excitement, like that that, yeah. that not in your environment that. You know, um, you're you're on high now, so you're 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 everything's amplified. Yeah. I wonder and if I, that has part. I will of it. say, like at places like TJ Maxx, it's either hit or miss. And so, I think that the the feeling comes when you're hitting, when you're you're finding stuff. You're like, oh, this is a good day. Like they've got good stuff here today. Because right. there's times you go in there and it's crap, and you leave with nothing. Right, and you don't have to crap. If you, <laughs> you don't have to crap. Yeah. They right. should leave some sort of bucket around just in case. But but it was it was to me it was always the excitement of this. This event is about to take place, and I'm just, I'm giddy. And I just, for whatever reason, I think, I, I, maybe instinctually, Steve, you want to, you want to drop everything. You yes. Want, you want to, 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 uh, to evacuate your body. Maybe during the event, you won't have to do that. You know what I mean? You want to dump it all so that you can focus on the task at hand, which is enjoying this excursion. I see that. I see it, it can be that primitive uh, a response. Or... In the case of you, Kathy, how what's your average shopping time at a TJ Maxx? Well, that's a. Th- I, it depends. Are on- you in there like w- where naturally you would have to take a dump because you're in there? Oh no, no, okay, no. no. But I mean, like you know, sometimes you're in a rush and you're you know you got you have time limit, and other times you can kind of browse. All right, yeah. So, but TJ Maxx is a store where you have to leave time to browse. It's not like you yeah, don't you're walk hunting. In and- well, the yeah. stuff's all over yeah. the floor, so that's how you have to go shopping. No, I know. I know what you're talking about because a lot of those racks are just like disorganized. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. You just uh, you you just got to dig until yeah. you until you find what you're looking for. So it's a, it's like a treasure hunt. It's what it's it is. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Without a map, it just jammed in there. Uh, all right, two one five two six three WMMR. The number we are going to go to some calls. I will go to Steve. Hi, Steve. You are on the air. Good morning, Bud. Good morning. Sorry to bother you at work. Now we want to hear what you have to say. You have something similar to this. Absolutely. Every time my daughter and I, she's now 20, as soon as we walk into a Marshalls or a TJ Maxx and start shopping, she and I both have to head to the bathroom. No <laughs> kidding. Every single time. Wait, what it's is it, though? Are you are you excited? Like, what is it? I, I mean, I, yeah, I think it's excited about, you know, finding something cool. I mean, you, you see everybody. Yeah, I think that, he's right. This is crap worthy. Yeah, absolutely. It's I just to hear you guys talk about it is crazy because my daughter and I laugh every single time. Have you ever mentioned it to anyone, or is this just between the two of you? 
No, this is just between. Well, actually, I think my wife may know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is weird, right? It is weird how that happens. Now we all know. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely crazy. It's not a secret <laughs> Wait, anymore, so, Steve. So Thanks, what, bud. I wonder what, what bathrooms would you... Do they have bathrooms at TJ Maxx? Yeah. 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 All right. yeah. My, my TJ Maxx is in the basement, though. Oh, okay. The bathroom? Yeah. Oh, you know really? what happens all the time is uh, bookstores. Uh, when people go to, like, a Barnes & Noble or whatever. Right. Um, because I think they associate reading uh, and relaxing, like relaxing? On, the, on the toilet. Exa- I could see that. I yes. At, I worked at Barnes & Noble, and people would come in all the time and take stuff off the shelves <laughs> and go poop. I, you know, with it, take it into the bathroom. Absolutely. Ooh, I don't okay, like let that. me let me uh, offer you up another explanation to that because I'm I'm still on this excitement thing. When you walk into like a bookstore, and and I don't go to bookstores often, but when I do walk in, I'm like I I think all of this information, yeah, like, all of this knowledge is here, and and you know, and all you have to do is reach out and get it, and it's kind of exciting. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now I want to poop. And if you need extra toilet paper, the pages of the book oh work. God. I'm not a fan about taking a, a book or something into the bathroom before you've purchased it. I no. think, yeah. Yeah, you're not. Yeah. Many many people. People. yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. I know. Uh, let me go to, I have Adam. Uh, Adam, good morning. Chicken pot, chicken pot, chicken pot pie. Very Hi. soulfully done, Adam. What's up, man? Um, so I, uh, I go to auctions on Mondays a lot and I know it's a little different, but every time that I go there and I start bidding on stuff, yeah. it gets my adrenaline going, <laughs> it gets my heart pumping. And then especially like if I win something, I'm like, oh, oh, oh there it is. There it is. <laughs> There's my friend. That's All right. Hilarious. I have, uh, thank you, Adam. I appreciate it. Okay. He just made me realize something when I was, when for a brief time, when I was uh, Mr. Devereaux. Yes. And I was, gambler. I was going to the casinos. Yeah. When I would come in. I would have to poop before. Oh my god! Because I was excited. Yeah, and that's <laughs> Kathy, and that's anxiety slash uh, excitement. Because yeah. I could lose everything. Yeah, but I could also win, win a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, Kathy, you used gambling terminology to uh, uh, sometimes you hit. Right? That's a gambler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah totally. About, sometimes I hit at yep. TJ Maxx. Yep. <laughs> that's uh, my gambling. Yeah. I will go next to uh, Catherine. Hi there, Catherine. Hi, Preston. How are you? Awesome. What's up, Kat? <laughs> okay, so it's exactly like Kathy said. Like, <laughs> I've left my keys behind. The girls at Macy's are like, these are yours again. <laughs> so, yeah, I love it. Except no laxative effect. Only at Home Depot. Probably because <laughs> I spend so much there. Dude, you're not the Home only Depot. One. Yeah. Steve, a <laughs> lot of texts from people saying when they go to the hardware stores, when they go to Home Depot, same exact sensations. What? Wow. What? I can't believe this is a thing. Yeah. Yeah, and it is I do. I'm like platinum member in in three states. Platinum member. <laughs> so in you three have states. You get the executive washroom. You got elevated status. Wow. Uh, you know what, Catherine? It says here you get a twirling feeling. What does that mean? Well, you just like twirling around. You're like, I love this rack. I love this. Rack. <laughs> oh my god. Where are my keys? Oh my <laughs> You've lost your keys. You're crapping. You're twirling. She's right. It's like being at a dead show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh Home God, Depot, man. Thank you, Catherine. Appreciate it. And I think, too, like the excitement of, um, because it's not like a normal store where everything is set up and you can go to that table and get that in blue or pink or whatever. It's like, you have the to go ser- around. It's yeah. the search. It's like, think, oh, my God, I, I hope I find something. I will I, say that Home Depot and Lowe's have the best public restrooms. Uh, without a doubt, yeah. Really? Yeah, they're the cleanest and they got great oh, soap. Mine. Yeah. Interesting. Really? They have not great yours? soap? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
I haven't really gauged the soap thing. Maybe let me. Yeah, yeah, I do time. love. I do love a good bathroom in a department store mm-hmm. I, or I, any you, store. I used to get this way as well when I would go to a music store uh, and you know walk into the drum section yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, but now you get crappy uh, customer service, so I don't really like that. <laughs> you don't anymore. like that, uh, but <laughs> it but, binds you up. But I used to get really excited, you know, and oh, you know, all the stuff, all the things that I love are there. You know? So why does that manifest in in having yeah, the crap and moving your bowels? Yeah, but it it does. It, I I think Stephen, in some uh, some Primitive? evolutionary yeah. way. That that fight or flight thing is is part of this sensation. Do you think that when Neanderthals walked into a music store, do you <laughs> think they yeah. had to crap? Of course, yeah, yeah. They're they're human. They're Neanderthals are human. Well, Steve, you referenced uh, fight or flight, right? And you said um, somebody texted in and said that's from that response in your am- amygdala. Your brain can't differentiate between danger and anxiety, excitement. So it sometimes assumes that it's danger and prepares to fight or run. It okay. stops digestion. That's not important if you're safe, and if you uh, you either want to puke or poop uh, what was being digested. So it is. It's like a, a, okay. a what? Is that, reference. Is that wild? All right, I got Rob, who's on the line next. Yo, Rob, good morning. Good morning, guys. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, buddy? So, yeah, the same exact thing. It's not It's not always, like, always shopping. It's not groceries shopping. or Right. Only when I buy stuff for myself, which is very rare. So okay. I'm always buying for my daughter or my girlfriend or whatever. So when I go out shopping for myself, and and I agree with the last person, I'm a carpenter. So when I go into Home Depot, it's like I get all giddy. <laughs> I, I call it the uh, anxiety poop, and and it'll come out of nowhere. There's times where I'm running to the bathroom. Wow. So Rob, it will it will actually it, so. We're talking in in general. People kind of, I think, I have to, you know, take a dump. You're saying it'll actually have a real sort of laxative effect on you, and you'll have to sprint to the bathroom. Urgency, uh, absolutely. Wow, <laughs> I love it though. All right, and thanks, man. To that point, uh, Nick, about that. Yeah, the the brain is, and I've heard that before. Can has difficulty distinguishing between those two differences, whether it's something joyous or you're escaping. A predator, yeah, or our, our brains have not evolved yeah. that much over the last ten thousand years. They've evolved some, but the, all of those uh, reactions are still contained within. All right. Uh, we will go next to Dot. Hi, Dot. Morning. Good morning to you. Hey, what's <laughs> happening, Dot? Hi. Yes, like I have the opposite effect when I'm nervous. Um, when I have to go, like I was a juror. Soon as I get in there, I have to run to the bathroom and I had to go to court with my sister. She was fighting for custody. And I mean, it's just like everything just, I can't, I have to go. <laughs> um, I can so see that. When you say you're a juror, like you're a grand juror, you're, you're brought yeah. in regularly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was picked for a jury and, um, I was like, well, even for the process when, you know, you're going through that, I'm like sitting there, hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> Wow. Isn't it weird, though, in these cases, uh, Dot, and just in general, that if you know you're going to do it, why you wouldn't have that come over you? It's only when you get there. It's when I get there and I'm sitting there and then I'm like, and sometimes like when I'm in there and I'm just listening to things, it just gets me so, uh, my stomach just goes. Mm. (laughs) Interesting. Thank you. Uh, I'm a sorority sister, so. Oh, <laughs> thank Zay you for being a member. I hope we make you poop as well. Yeah. Zay yeah, no. pie, baby. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Dot. We'll You're see welcome. you soon. Your text says, I always got to poop when I go to Home Depot and the casino. 
I'm a plumber. Sometimes when I sell a big job, I got to poop. And that's why I keep Home Depot buckets and trash bags in my van. (laughs) It's from the excitement, he says. (laughs) That's hilarious. All right. uh, Let's go. Hang on here. Jason's been on hold for a little while. I'll go to him. Hi, Jason. Morning, bud. Morning. How you guys doing? Good, man. What's up? All right. So I have a little bit of... I'm just, let me start with I'm grateful that I'm not the only one that this happens. <laughs> That's what um, we're doing. We're opening yeah. up doors for people so here. I, I don't have to poop when I go places. I actually have, like, the opposite. I have to pee. I'm like one of those little excited dogs that, like, pee everywhere. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Jason, yeah. that's me. You you just so I'm, – I'm on that side. I, whenever I arrive at a place, I, I have to pee when I get there. Yeah. It's almost guaranteed. So but it's so, ridiculous because, yeah. like, I'll go pee somewhere, leave, go to the store or something, and I literally have to pee when I get to the store. Yeah, like, yeah, I can't no control it. I'm but like, you, I don't you know, know what? what's wrong with me? You bring up the dog thing. Yes, like, you know, maybe there is something <laughs> to this because, yeah, sometimes when I go to like my brother's house or whatever, like the dog is so excited to see me that oh yeah, she just pees all over the place. Yeah, my sister used to be able to get our neighbor's dog to pee all the time. We'd just come over and gummy little sweetie, and the dog would pee. That works uh-huh. on me too. Like every yeah. time. Thank you, Jason. And I think the word that Kathy was looking for was overstimulated. Yeah. Yeah. Overstimulated. Yeah. That's right. it. I think that's yeah. it. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate wow. it. Uh, let's see. I will go. All right. Let me go to Beth. Different kind of a situation here. Hi, Beth. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Uh, Beth? I'm good. How are you? Awesome. All right. What did you want to share with us about this topic? Well, I actually had a question. I'm wondering if people get that excited when they have to, when they order stuff like online, like through Amazon. Yeah, if you get that rush as well. Is is there a difference between physically being somewhere or finding what you're looking for online and placing that order? I'm I'm going to bet that it's not the case. I mean, you can get you can get sort of euphoric because we have talked about that a retail therapy and that shopping online can do that. But I would I would bet that it's the change of location that gets the uh, the old pooper kicking in. online when I'm in the bathroom. Oh, how convenient. <laughs> there you go. You're ready. That's the best of all worlds right Absolutely. there. Uh, but Beth, you never know. There may be some people who uh, will actually uh, agree with you on that and have a yeah. similar thing. So we'll, we'll check on that and see if anybody calls in. Thank you, Beth. Bye. The adorable voice. He does. The other thing with, uh, you know, when that guy brought up the dog is that my my dogs will, I, when I take them to the groomer yeah. uh, or the vet, I make sure that I, I let them out first yes. and they do all their business and they poop and all that. But sure. every time, without fail, despite me letting them out and, and having them go to the bathroom before we go there, they always poop inside those places. Well, yeah. Nervous. Yeah, that's what happens. Nervous Again, that's, that's yeah. pure Fight or flight. That's mm-hmm. the same thing. They don't want to be there, I guarantee you. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're not primping for the salon. Right. Uh, let's see. God, there's different scenarios here. Yeah. I will go to, uh, let's go to Joe. Uh, Joe, good morning, sir. Hi, Grandma. Hi, Grandma. What's up, bud? Uh, yeah, so I get this feeling, uh, not when I'm shopping, but when I go to get a tattoo. <laughs> when you go. go to get a tattoo. All right. Have you had a bunch of them? Yes, I've had a bunch of them, and every time I pull up to the parking lot, I get the bubbling feeling in my gut. So it's it's upon arrival, because one could say, well, are you there so long that you eventually have to poop? Right, right. But right. you're saying that you haven't even walked in the door, and you're feeling it. 
No, I haven't even walked in the door, and my gut is driving me crazy. Ready to move. I, it's, it's I'm telling you. It's funny how primitive it is. Driving yeah. up to a concert, same thing would happen. Thank you, Joe. Uh, by the way, it may seem like an odd phenomenon, but there's a theory behind this madness. It's known as the uh, Mariko Aoki phenomenon. And while it claims, Nick, that people have the urge to poop when entering a bookstore, huh. it can apply to other locations as well. So it, its origins are in bookstores, like you were saying. That's crazy. According to the hypothesis, the smell of books in a bookstore may trigger a bowel movement. So wow. just, It is a nice smell. It is a nice smell. Makes me want to cry. <laughs> yeah. What about... What about um, uh, like Home Depot, the smell of, of wood and or... Yeah. I, I don't know if... Somebody texted in. It was the smell of lumber every time that they walked yeah, in. And, yeah. And it's text after text. Lowe's, uh, Home Depot, Kathy. Some people are saying Target. Uh, like yeah. something about big box stores yeah. making people it's have just, to feel this way. It's like all the... Well, at least for, for me, it's like all the, the stuff. Like Target, it's not just... Overstimulation. Yeah, right. Steve. It's, it's the, the home section. It's the clothing section. It's the shoe section. Yeah. <laughs> you would, you, would you ever get that way when you went into, say, like the Apple store or to a computer section of like a Best Buy or something like that? Would, I, you, would you get a little uh, rumble? I, uh, I, I guess I, but again, my manifests as peeing. Right. So, so I, I don't get the, 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 the pooping thing. But yes, yeah, that, that general... Uh, again, I don't know if it's disorientation or, or as you say, overstimulation, but it's like, huh, huh, you know, that's not, you're not doing that because obviously they call the police on you if you're saying, <laughs> right. huh, huh, huh. I would but, be but inside, that's how kind of you feel, you know? The Apple store doesn't have a bathroom, does it? No, I mean, they yes, they do. You, right? They do. I go next door and pee in Spencer's. No, they do. I used it one time, but the like the Apple Store, you can't even tell where the damn doors are in that place. They're kind of like here to urinate or yes, defecate. It's really weird. <laughs> um, I want to go. Hang on a second here. Yeah, let me go to uh, Jesus. He's got an interesting uh, story. Hey, Jesus. Good morning. Oh, hey. Hey, what's <laughs> up, bud? You're on the air. I thought I was listening to y'all on the MMR app. You might be. Well, you might, you might be. be. You may very yeah. well be. I, I, I don't know, but uh, you are now live, sir. I don't even own a radio. <laughs> hey, y'all sound so real. What's, <laughs> real. Uh, What's up, man? Yeah, um, anytime I go to Ikea, it's not me, it's my wife. And my Ikea? Son. Yes. Okay. They always have to use the restroom, and I'm going to blame it on the Swedish meatballs. <laughs> Swedish meatballs will, will tear you apart, the but they're awesome. Move right yeah. through you. All right, so it's your wife and your son, and whenever they go to Ikea, they have to go there. And now it also says on my phone screen here that uh, Burlington, is that Burlington Coat Factory? Burlington also. I, I don't know what it is about those two stores. <laughs> It's, it's the overstimulation. It's the overstimulation. It could be. It's the one at the Franklin Mills Malls. Okay. Yeah. All right. Burlington Coat Factories are cool, too. I think they're good. How are, uh, the, uh, yeah. how are the bathrooms there? <laughs> yes. Oh, how the bathrooms at both of them is very great. Okay. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> yeah. GameStop gets me excited. GameStop, okay. uh, GameStop like, I can see. Yeah. I'm like a big, grown kid. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I got to use the bathroom, when I go home... I felt like I haven't used the bathroom all day. <laughs> it really wrecks you, does it? But GameStops don't have bathrooms. Right. No, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they not. You would know. All right. If you want to buy one of their shirts and act like I'm an employee to use their bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, Suze, thanks for checking in, man. We'll That's see you later. All right. Uh, I think, you know, sometimes, like, I think I may have felt that way at, uh, believe it or not, Staples. 
And I think it has to do with that. You know how you have, I said the bookstore has that smell? Yes. Staples has a certain scent to it that a I like. When I'm, yeah. I, I like yeah. all that. Stationery. Uh, all of that works for me. Yeah. Would yeah. That, does that happen to you, though? If you were to go in and smell, uh, if you go into a steakhouse and smell all that. No. no right? Yeah. That does not make, now that's a, a wonderful scent, but I, I, I've never, you know, smelled really great food and and uh, and felt that I need to go to the bathroom. So you've been excited about going to a restaurant. Does yeah. your Does your brain then kick in a separation? In other words, does it, even though you're probably feeling a similar level of excitement, yeah. is it saying these two don't connect? Probably. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Probably yeah. because what Nick was saying, that stimuli in, in that part of your brain is it can't tell the difference. Well, but but maybe maybe uh, uh, hunger and, and uh, you know. Don't poop or eat. Well, maybe that, but but maybe that overrides yes. the uh, the uh, excitement slash anxiety thing, and and therefore because we're talking about primal instincts, yes, then maybe that that it, it, it that is a comforting uh, scent in that you know this is uh, this is going to be nurturing, right, this is right? What, this is my, what my body needs. So I don't know. Uh, we'll go to Josh next. Hey, Josh. Good morning. Hey guys, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, what's up, Josh? Uh, so first. Steve, I just have to say, I can't listen to Brain Stew without doing the <laughs> We haven't done that in a while. Hey, I'll, I'll, yeah. Next time I do it, it's for you, all right? Thank you, thank you. But, um, so I get the Home Depot, all the, the um, hardware stores, but I get it when I'm nervous, and it would always happen. Uh, I was a swimmer, and every time, standing behind the block is when I would get it. No kidding. And okay, that makes sense. It, it immediately goes away as soon as you hit the water. But anything, doing something big like that, it's in a, it's like an immediate feeling like I, I'm going to poop. If this doesn't happen right away, it's hey, going to happen. Josh, did you, after, you know, learning this, would you then try to evacuate beforehand? And did it make a difference? No, it, it, it doesn't. It's right before. Okay. Standing up there at the block, it's like. Oh, it just hit me. Okay, I wasn't sure if you would just anticipate that, take a dump right before your uh, your your, your event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but then it probably still would happen anyway. You know, it's it's interesting with that. You have the stress of that. Okay, you're going to compete. You're right seconds away from doing it. When I would get up, say years when I was doing stand up comedy or whatever, um, or going on stage for anything, I would not get that. That would shut down, yeah. and I don't know why it would work the opposite way with me. Yeah. You know, your your mind is distracted, maybe, but I can see that. Yeah, and, and that probably goes right again to fight or flight. I will go to. By the way. Oh yeah. Okay, we're gonna do this real quick. Hang on. Are you ready for it, Steve? I don't know. We got to get to the real part. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Drums kick in right here. I'm no. All right, all right, we gotta follow it now. Uh, yeah, it has to be perfect. I turned it off. I'm so sorry. I hit the button by accident. I'm so sorry. Okay. Forget about it. There you uh, go. Damn it. Go. Okay. Yeah. Damn it. Let's just play that as our next song. Uh, Nicole's been on. I've had her on since that song started. Hi, Nicole. <laughs> You're on the air. Good morning. Hi, good morning. So this isn't for me, but for my husband. Mm-hmm. He gets so excited whenever he has to golf. He calls it a PGD, a pre a pre golf dump. Oh, <laughs> all right. He was wondering if Preston also has to take pre- PGDs. You know what? I I don't. I do get very excited right beforehand, and I get a little kind of lightheaded to be honest. But I don't. 
The poop thing doesn't happen to me anymore. Do you have OCDs, Encore Stumps? No. Well, yeah, yeah that's, that <laughs> happens sometimes. I, I keep a little toilet paper in my dump. Hell yes. Wow. Just in case, man. Uh, Nicole, I think that used to happen. It doesn't occur any longer, but tell your husband he's not alone because I know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, him and all of his friends take better PGDs. <laughs> I'm sure. All right, I love thanks, that. Nicole. Appreciate it. All right. Well, apparently this started with uh, TJ Maxx, and in particular, uh, these uh, people posting on TikTok and and also sharing together. Yeah, yeah, I do that. Yeah, it happens to me. But I think it's more than just that. I think it's a lot of places. Yeah. Anything that you are legitimately excited about, or maybe have a little bit of anxiety about. At that moment, you're rolling up to it or in the middle of it that you are you want to yeah. you want to evacuate, you want to release. It's interesting. Uh, hang on a sec. Uh, this uh, final text says, I always have to poop when I go to Staples. I always thought it was the office supplies or toners that was doing it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. It could be. Uh, but very interesting. Thank you for sharing and uh, discuss. And yes, work. talk yeah. to your friends about this. Find <laughs> out. You, you may have something in common with somebody you never knew about. Uh, we are going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We're going to go live on Fox Day when uh, Fox Good Day when we return. But don't forget, secret text word. Take it to see Dave Matthews Band, July 22nd, Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Make sure you text word secret to 39333. We also have an announcement when we get back. So you want to hear this. Stay with us. Hey, want to hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes. We snuck out of the building. WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Winning Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 93.3 WMMR some Green Day. We're skipping Jaded because we got to go live on Fox Good Day, so we're going to do that now. Sexy that men wear. Here are some of the highlights. Hi, fellas. Welcome Hi. Hi. Philadelphia. Hello. Good morning, guys. When you have a, uh, like a dress shirt on, you might want to always take the top two buttons and open your shirt up so they can see some chest. But only the top two. They say no more, no less. No more. Okay. okay. How often do you have shirts and buttons, Preston? I but on occasion that well, I play golf, so oh, I, I play yeah. regularly, and those are polos, and yeah. and I will sometimes I'll, I'll think I'm showing a little too much 
hair, just right. a little bit. And of I'll cleave. button, and it'll only be one button. And I look at it, and I go, "That doesn't look it's too right. Much. Too it buttons. doesn't look right." So it's I end like up going. You want the hair just peeking over the top a little bit? You know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> it looks like you, you brought your gerbil to work. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I was at an event. This is about six months ago. And I walk in, I think it was Philadelphia Style Magazine. Oh. Ooh. And a woman came over to me and unbuttoned oh. my second button. Oh. Oh. Very forward. So you, you look more relaxed now. And you should always go out unzipped as well. <laughs> exactly. So, and they said that most of the women like a little facial hair. Okay. I'm out. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like Preston. Uh, yeah, everyone here has facial hair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what they, well, it depends on a certain age because uh, a, a wise man once told me that this hides the little change purse underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> no, so that's no. why I started growing oh, yeah. it in. So, um, wow. You know, they do say that hair and hats are makeup for men. Yeah, okay. Hair and hats. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. 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 Or just mm-hmm. makeup. Yeah. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> yeah. Steve. I believe you wear shorts almost every day, right? Yeah. Well, yes. I became a winter shorts guy and carried it all the way through the summer. I wear, technically, I wear basketball shorts, which are longer style, but I understand it should be at the knee level, right? Just above the knee, they think is sexy. Yeah, I'm out. I'm I'm, I'm losing on that as well. Yeah, so well, you I, can roll them up like in Catholic school. Yes, that'll up. look good. Do, do you guys like those super high shorts that they're like from the from the seventies and eight? I think they look. Yeah, those were t- basketball shorts back in the day. They were really short, way high. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're kind of back though. I see guys now, yes. especially with swim shorts and things. The Gucci yep. Daddy shorts. Do you yeah. like them, Alex? And uh, you know, I don't mind them if you got you know nice legs. Sure, okay. Okay. By the way, I'm uh, I'm three for three today. I just want to point that out. I got the dress shirt with the two buttons. I got the shorts and facial okay. hair. So yeah. what's up, Alex? How you doing, baby? <laughs> How you doing? I'm good, baby. Uh, and you also have glasses on. Seventy five percent of the women surveys said they like men in glasses. Oh, wow. wow. See, well, we're all wearing glasses. Yeah. Well, what about a ponytail, though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick's got a ponytail. What do you say about that? <laughs> That wasn't listed. Yeah, it was not uh, listed. Hey guys, uh, so John DeBello's last day is is fr- Friday? Friday? Yeah, yeah. John is is retiring. Uh, we are happy for him, but not happy to see the the legend no longer be on the air in Philadelphia. He's actually going to be on our program today in the nine o'clock hour today. Okay. What are you guys going to do to celebrate? We are going to murder him live on air. <laughs> yeah, we need no, no. no. He's not doing yeah, anything he, anymore. He's so. just sit there. Yeah. No, yeah, he, he's just just a little reminiscing. He is a legitimate sure. legend in yeah. Philadelphia, he's, and he's a good friend. And having him around the the station, our sister station, has been great. So we're trying to give him a nice send off, but he'll be around. Yep. All right. We'll see you guys. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you, guys. Take care. Thanks. All right. Uh, but, um, yeah, Nick, you're hitting everything today. Yeah. You're wearing shorts yeah. and a long-sleeve uh, dress shirt. And your yep. shorts are above the knee. Yep. Okay. I will. Can I, I just want to add, because I didn't get a chance to add. If, yes. if you're worried about the button situation, it should be two buttons open. A lot of people close that top button because they think it's too much, and sometimes there's too much um, chest hair. You can. You don't have to shave your chest hair, but you can trim it up. That, right. I think, is a lot of times why men try to, like, hide it, and, and they close that, that button. You what, can leave it open and just trim a little bit. What if there's not enough can you uh, can you transplant pubic hair no you don't need no if you have none that's okay, okay. too so trim your chest hair yeah like you don't need yeah. to complete scissors no, with electric even like a like a uh, yeah electric razor. Clippers. Well, yeah mm-hmm. clippers okay.
By the way, I scheduled a haircut. I'm getting a haircut over the break. Oh, you're going to get a chop. Chop. off? Yeah. All right. It. It's about time. I'm going to go back to Shaving Grace, which oh, okay. is ironically the last, last place I got a haircut, and that was three and a half years ago. I will, tell, I will say on your behalf, you were trying valiantly to donate your hair to yeah. some cause. And, and um, maybe at another point, but I, like Steve, honestly, it was like right at the border of how long it needed to be. So, yeah. um, well, I, you, can, you still can. When, when they're going to chop it off, and we're going to save it. Yeah. All right. yeah okay. So if Kathy can use it for, for Kathy's cuts, well, or just another organization will do it that way. Sell it as chest hair to other men. Or that. Yeah, you can do that. That'd be hot. What um, what style are you going to go with? I don't Any, know. Anything different? I, you know what? I have no idea. And uh, I'll allow Andrea to uh, have a lot of a say in that. Cause, um, you would know, you do a male pattern of baldness like Casey? For, like Casey? Casey is much braver than I am and uh, no, much go, more willing to go for a joke than I am. So, no. Go opposite. Get a mohawk. Oh, my God. Oh. Dude, you could, what you, you could. ought to do is, yeah, before you cut it all off, is cut because you can cut it in stages. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and do a mohawk. Do you remember when Eddie Vedder style is straight, yeah. straight like up. that? Yeah. Get, at least get some pictures and then cut it off. Eddie Vedder went from long hair to a mohawk, and he, he thought he was doing it as a statement, and then he realized how much care it takes to actually keep it's a, a mohawk. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's a, a tremendous amount of work. Yeah. yeah. So I um, I don't know. Maybe. I, I vote mohawk. Remember we had uh, Glenn Plake in here, the, the backcountry skier? No. He had a mohawk that's like, you know, oh, super yeah. huge. It's like two feet that tall. X Games guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to do that. That's a commitment. No. <laughs> no. So that's way more work with less hair. Yeah. Um, all right. We skipped traffic. Here's what I want to do. Let's do traffic, and should we do our announcement first or after the Bizarre Fire? You guys tell uh, me. Let's do it after. All right. I like that. All right. Uh, Kath, what is going on so far this morning? 95 southbound is slow from the Betsy Ross Bridge to the Vine Express. Once you get to the Vine, you're slow the length. Uh, Schuylkill eastbound, slowing 202 into Belmont, and then the Boulevard to Spring Garden, westbound side, Vera Avenue to the Vine. Uh, the Boulevard out to Gladwin. Blue Route northbound, heavy 95 to the Media Bypass on the Boulevard southbound. That slow broad to Fox. Uh, the City Avenue Bridge southbound between Ridge Avenue and the Schuylkill. We've got a disabled vehicle that's blocking the right lane. That's causing some delay. And West Whiteland Township, Route 100 southbound. Uh, at Route 30, we've got the center lane blocked with a disabled vehicle. Uh, in New Jersey, 55 northbound, heavy Deptford to the 42 freeway. This traffic report brought to you by Whole Foods Market. The deals are sizzling at, hot, at Whole Foods Market. Prime members can save 25% off Animal Welfare Certified Boneless Beef New York Strip Steaks through July 4th while supplies last. Shop in-store or online. Terms apply. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. No. <laughs> WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Brought to you this morning by A.D. Moyer, your professional source for decks, windows, doors, millwork, and more. A.D. Moyer.com. All right, this is messed up, man. A central woman, a central Georgia woman died over the weekend after her family said she stepped on a fire ant pile oh, at her God. home oh and God, suffered a severe allergic reaction. They're, I mean, they're, they're common, but if you are allergic, it's obviously deadly. Well, the woman identified as 43-year-old Kathy Weed died on Saturday. An investigator with the coroner's office saw her uh, cause of death, said her cause of death uh, are pending. The official is... Have you ever had an encounter with a fire ant? No, I have yeah, no yeah, idea yeah. what it feels like. Oh. I've heard it's... It sucks. Yeah. I had, it, you know, it's not as bad as like a bad hornet sting. Yeah. Like I've had wasp or hornet stings that are worse. Uh, but in Costa Rica, I uh, got yeah. the fire ants. Jeez. According to her family, Weed, who is survived by a teenage son, had a severe allergic reaction to the fire ants, and she died before she could get to her medicine. Uh, fire ants clamp onto their victims with strong jaws and then repeatedly inject venom into a human with their stingers. Uh, symptoms of the stings could include a burning sensation, itches, and rashes. 
And fire ants are usually found in the southern region of the U.S. and in places as far north as Tennessee. And while they are year-round species, they tend to be more prevalent in the spring and fall. That's terrible. And if you step on an ant hill, they will swarm on you. You know, and that, that's how right. you can uh, die from it. Wow. All right. Uh, this is pretty wild, and I saw the video footage of this. A Florida homeowner who fired 30 rounds from his AR-15 at his pool cleaner, whom he mistakenly believed was an intruder, will not face charges, authorities said on Monday. Sheriff Bob uh, Galtieri said that Bradley Hosevar will not be charged for firing at Carr Pollock. Uh, Hosevar and his wife were watching a movie at their home about 9 p.m. when Jana Hosevar said she heard noises coming from their lanai. Uh, Pollock, who is employed by Bay Area Pool Techs, arrived to service the pool. Uh, Galtieri said that the couple became concerned because no one was supposed to be at their home at that time of night. The sheriff said that uh, footage from the pool deck uh, went to retrieve a flat. The uh, I'm sorry, yeah, the the pool deck, uh, pool tech, it's yes. supposed to say, right. uh, went to retrieve a flashlight <clears throat> from his truck while uh, Holsevar yelled at him. Uh, Jana, the wife, then called 911 while her husband retrieved the AR-15 from their bedroom. Uh, Pollock, meanwhile, used his flashlight to fill out paperwork and then turned toward the house to place the papers by a sliding glass door. Uh, when Hosvar saw the flashlight moving toward his house, he fired two rounds at the pool worker. And the 911 call, she it, like, there's a stretch where you hear the two shots and you think maybe it's over. Yeah. And then you hear a few more shots. The 911 operator saying, tell him to stop shooting the gun. And then you just hear bang, 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 right. bang, 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 over and over. My question is, did the tech work complete the work? Yeah. And how do I get in touch with him? Uh, because if you can do that under incoming fire, yeah, right? you are a good uh, pool cleaner. Uh, Pollock was injured by splintered gla- glass from the gunfire and was transported to an area hospital with minor injuries. He was not struck by any gunfire, which is a miracle. Uh, a couple told investigators that they normally have their pool serviced on Thursday or Friday afternoon. Uh, Deputy say Pollock admitted that he arrived late to the residence because he was behind schedule. Uh, the sheriff said in hindsight he should probably have let them know that he was coming at 9 o'clock at night, yet he made no effort to contact them at all. The sheriff said that based on the evidence, Bradley Hosevar was within his rights under Florida's stand-your-ground law to shoot toward the pool technician. And he said, uh, this is one of those situations we call lawful but awful. Lawful but awful. This guy's an idiot. I mean, last time I checked, you know, lock your door. And if somebody's starting to break into your house, maybe then you do. But if they're just around your backyard, let the police handle something like that. Well, I mean, they're... Moron. You you have to, like, somebody has to answer for mistaken stand your ground. Do you know what I mean? You would think. You would think, yeah. All right, I have a couple other stories. So here's a follow-up. A California man has been sentenced to six years and nine months in prison for duping investors by telling them he was using cow manure to create green energy. This is according to the U.S. attorney. Uh, From Friday, March 2014 through December 2019, Ray Brewer falsely told investigators he was building machines called anaerobic digesters. Sounds cool. Where do I get one? Which use microorganisms to break down biodegradable material and turn it into methane. And it was a Ponzi scheme and a total lie. And he bilked millions from people. I don't believe it. Where can I get one? He's going to jail for six months now. All right. I put this in the bizarre file because I had never heard of this before. I was telling Nick about this yesterday. Korea is going to be scrapping its traditional method of counting a person's age 
and officially adopt the internationally recognized system beginning this Wednesday. Are you familiar with how Koreans count your age? I heard that it's weird, but I don't know the specifics. So the change comes after the revisions to the Basic Administrative Act and the Civil Act, which are passed by the National Assembly last December to scrap the increasingly unpopular custom. Uh, this will make all Koreans one or even two years younger. Whoa. As under the Korean traditional age system, a person is deemed to be a year old at the time of birth yeah. and then gains a year every January 1st. So your birthday is insignificant. Right. Everyone's birthday is essentially January 1st. So as of June 26th, a person born on June 30th of 2003 is 19 and turns 20 on June 30th this year under the international system. But under the Korean age system, he or she is already 21. Huh. Another example showing the complications of the Korean system is a baby born on December 31st who, beco- uh, who becomes two years old after midnight. That's wild. So you immediately would be two years old. So I didn't realize it was that absurd. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yes. So Did you ever see the movie Bananas? The, I, the, 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 so this political, this guy gets into offices, there's a, they overthrow the government, and he gets crazy with power, and he says, from now forward, anyone who's under 16... Is now 16. Uh, and it's that kind of thing. Uh, this is expected to considerably reduce legal conflicts huh. and confusion stemming from the different interpretation of age. I bet you Hallmark was behind this. I have <laughs> never birthday cards. heard of that. Very interesting. All right, and then finally, a grazing trip from monkeys uh, or stray cattle can render months of labor putting into... What is this well, I love both here? the monkeys and the stray cats. Oh, so. okay. Uh, so, so monkeys... And stray cattle can uh, render months of uh, labor put into harvesting crops useless if they are uh, infiltrating, yes, say, a, makes sense. Uh, um, uh, a crop. Yeah. So while farmers across the country, this is in India, use scarecrows and keep regular watch over the crops, many farmers in Uttar Pradesh are now donning bear costumes. <laughs> I love this. To prevent monkeys from damaging their sugarcane crop. Uh, Gajender Singh, a farmer, said 40 to 55 monkeys are roaming in the area and damaging the crops. We appealed to authorities, but no attention was paid. So we contributed money and brought this costume to protect the crops. Yes, I uh, was sexually assaulted by a bear. Uh, this is not only the incident. This is not the only incidents in which uh, farmers have decided to act as living scarecrows to protect their crops. In March of last year, uh, Bashkar Reddy, a farmer, made news after he wore a slaughter costume to protect his pr- produce. Oh, we're looking at the bear costumes. They're not very convincing. <laughs> oh. uh, one of the guys just—he looks like Bon Jovi. Uh, Reddy adopted this unique method to tackle the menace of wild boars and monkeys that keep damaging his crops. So the dudes are just sitting out in the field in bear costume. I, it would be great if he was sitting there smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, while waiting you for at? monkeys to come around. Take uh, a picture of last water. All right, and there you go. That's what we have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, you guys ready for an announcement? Yes, I am very excited about this. This is a return of sorts, friends. Uh, we are happy to announce that this event is going to be on Thursday, August 3rd, and I'll give you the location in just a moment, but it is the return of the Preston and Steve Belly Flop Championship. Yes, it has returned, and we are headed back to our old haunt, the Valley Beach at Valley Forge Casino Resort. Nice. And it's kind of a, a happy hour event. So we do it at, starting at 6 o'clock. I can jump off the high dive. Uh, and it is Thursday, August 3rd. And we need competitors. We do. All right. To compete, 
Go to PrestonandSteve.com for how to enter. You'll need a photo and some information about yourself, like a unique character you're going to be playing, a nickname that you want to have, your walk-up music, your design, your your idea, your whole concept for it. And just anything goes. Yeah. Just have a little bit of creativity. Yes, we have had not necessarily the most impressive, you know, belly flop itself, but the delivery, the the whole ambiance around it end up being our winner. And we've also had people who are not huge have incredible belly flops. Most definitely. So you don't have to be large to have a big belly flop. In fact, we've had some pretty skinny people yeah. uh, do some impressive <laughs> belly flops. And uh, we have decided to make this uh, all genders uh, competing against yes. each other. So men and women alike. We tried uh, We tried doing a men and women's competition, and everybody did great. Yeah. And we think that there should just be one Straight overall all-winner. Yeah. So that's what we are going to do. And the deadline to enter is going to be Sunday, July 23rd. So you got a little bit of time to get your concept together. But if you want to go ahead and enter now, we'd love to hear about it. But we do need a photo and some information about yourself. So uh, the $500 cash prize is what we're giving up for first place. And more prizing to be added to that as well. So we're gonna, it's going to be $500 cash, but some other goodies that come along with yes, that too. all cool stuff. And cash prizes for second and third to be announced. Uh, spectators are welcome. We're we, watching we, video. We yeah. want everybody to come out and be a part of this event. 21 and over event, and it's sponsored by Valley Forge Casino Resort. They have this beautiful area outside. It's, oh, it's awesome. Uh, and we, it's like a resort. Uh, we have people jump into the pool and do their thing. So it is returned, and you can go to uh, PrestonandSteve.com. Is the information up uh, yet, Marissa? Okay, it doesn't say it on here, but we have all that info at PrestonandSteve.com. So uh, August 3rd, a Thursday, 6 to 8 p.m., Valley Beach at Valley Forge Casino Resort. You know, it's funny, Preston. Um, Sexy Chewbacca yep. is now a sixth of what he was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dropped a ton of weight. Yeah, he's like a sexy Ewok. Sexy Ewok, so yeah. we'll see. Maybe he changes things up and, and enters again. We'll have to find out. But uh, we have a limited number of spots. Uh, so enter, and then we're going to have to do a we're gonna have to do a decision on uh, who gets to be a part of this. Excellent. Uh, so PrestonandSteve.com for the details. We're happy about that. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back in a moment. A little later on this morning, as we said, John. John DeBell is going to be in our studio. His tenure is coming to a close. Yep. Uh, we'll come back in a moment, and I think, I think. You think? We ought to do a big prize. Oh, all right. When we get back, we'll return in a second. Stay with us. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Uh, before we go into our game, we have a couple pieces of audio we're going to play here, I think. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's go with... This one, it's a TV show. Yeah, it's, so it is the one that the Jonas Brothers um, uh, host. It's uh, Claim to Fame, mm-hmm. and so there's a bunch of people who are related to celebrities, and so everyone in the home has to get. It's the mm-hmm. most the thin premise. They have to guess which celebrity they're related to. So, uh, and they they provide clues. So, uh, Tom Hanks' niece. Uh, the show just started, and for the clue as to who she might be related to. They have a park bench, and so uh, which is Forrest Gump. Okay. So she's oh. she's Tom Hanks, his niece. Okay. So she gets eliminated from the show immediately and freaks the hell out. So this will be her that you're hearing. Okay. <laughs> Damn. These freaking colors are so freaking obvious. Freaking bench. That's a freaking poster of freaking Forrest Gump. Are you kidding me? Why a bench? Why a bench? There's literally no reference to benches on any other movie. Even Gabriel found that out. He's not even like smart. 
does code. Okay. I, I, what is going on? She's I, freaking out over oh the clues. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah, like unhinged. And, and there's then, more. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. I didn't even get to do any challenges. <laughs> I don't deserve this. I should have more camera time. I should be here longer. No one expected that. No one. Oh, my God. What is this show? It's called Claim to Fame. The All Jonas right. Brothers are, I guess, the producers and the MCs. Okay. And so everyone there is related somehow to a celebrity. And so they have to ascertain which uh, which famous person <laughs> they're related to. That's the whole premise of this show. So she immediately, apparently, she felt her clues that tied her to Tom Hanks were too overt. Listen to the scream, though, on that first clip. You can play uh, yeah. it again. All right. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I mean, that's horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't happy. She did not like it. Well, maybe her star will rise after yeah. this. Who wouldn't want to work with that? Oh after they, uh, after she showed that acting prowess uh-huh. and, <laughs> and pretending as if she was thoroughly outraged by that. Uh, that's ridiculous. All right. Uh, this other piece of audio we have actually is uh, of our own Casey boy. Uh, the Flyers released a video. Uh, it has to do with the uh, the new uh, outfits, the new the new uniforms, and the new colors, and all that stuff. And and Casey's in it. It's very cool. It was when uh, we had uh, Jonesy by here, uh, hanging out in the studio. So I'll, we'll play the audio from the uh, the video for you. The thing about uniforms in sports, you have to make sure that you pay homage to its past by not denigrating or changing the logo per se, but also make the G, make the logo, make everything about a new star. The thing about a color change is that it is not an overnight decision. I mean, this is probably a few years in the making. It does kind of tie back into our history. Go. But it also yeah, that's Casey, and it leads into uh, Keith Jones. We need yeah. to move does Casey come back around in it? That's no. To the no. People that have done he so screams. He, he brings up the Forrest Gump bench. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I was like, yeah! <laughs> Wait, where was this audio? Uh, when we uh, had Jonesy in the no, studio, no, no, no. Uh, the Wait. Flyers released a video yesterday uh, promoting their new uniforms, and, and uh, they're, they're you know shifting towards the future. And in that video promoting the new uniforms uh, is where the clip from Casey and Jonesy. It's it's a hype video essentially, right? Yeah. I think you are now cool. eligible to be nominated for an ESPY award. Uh, possibly, <laughs> yeah. I would like to play center. To yeah. tell you the truth, right? what are you going to wear <laughs> to the ESPYS? Oh, yeah. Well, you're just I, I need uh, well probably a. This is all come along yeah, so suddenly. It's, it's, I was caught off guard. Uh, I have an orange Adidas tracksuit that I can probably oh, wear. I love it. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Excellent. By what? the way, that uh, Jonesy interview is up on PrestonSteve.com, and uh, we talk about the time where uh, Wayne Gretzky almost landed uh, in orange and black. Could have oh, finished yeah. his career as a Philadelphia Flyer. So if you want to check that out, go to the website. We got it there. All right. Um, I think we need. To, we have. We are uh, over budget. We have. We have too much stuff. Our our stock has never been higher. Yes, we got caught with our pants down. Yeah. So we have limited time to move a tremendous amount of inventory, and uh, we need a game that can move product quickly. So Kathy asked us to do this. <laughs> Bang it. It's time once again to play Yes or No. Yes or No. Two answers as old as time itself. A game primal and raw. Simple and to the chase. Two options. Two answers. Big prizes. Or sometimes smaller, less impressive prizes. But always prizes of some sort. And now, for the game that is the perfect out when we really can't think of anything else to do. Yes or no. All right. Now, here's your host, Preston. Oh, I didn't know it had that at the end. Oh, yeah. And it faded out. Uh, Thank you, Max, by the way, our uh, voice guy. All right. So it's 
a stupid, simple game, and we only pull it out when we have a lot of things to give away. And that's what has happened. This is one step up from just leaving everything in a bin by the front door. We have a we have a short work week this week and a lot of things to give away. So yeah. essentially, you call up, you get paired up with one of us. We have these paddles that we now have that yes. we're holding up, and we have written the words yes on one side and the word no on the other side. We will hold up the paddle to the camera to prove that, indeed, this is what we are asking for you to identify. And then we just ask you yes or no. It's a, it's a flip of the coin. That's it. And if you get it right, you win. If you get it wrong, you lose. And that's all there is to it. We'll keep going until we give away pretty much everything. So aren't you excited, Kathy? Yes. I, I know you hate this game. I'm reading emails. But it's it's a, feel the joy of the people who win, who win. things yeah. on the show. I mean, is there even joy in winning Tons in this game? Tons of joy. That's because there's great prizes. Yeah. There's yeah. lots right, of joy. Right, right. All right. Uh, but the, the hardest part about pulling this game off actually is... It moves so fast is getting the information from our callers and having them ready to go. And because we have to we have to write down are their contact info and let them know how to get prizes yes. and all that stuff. So sometimes we have to take a little pause and we're going through. And I'll tell you what, any of our YouTube viewers, you guys have an advantage because there's not much of a delay on the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Give it away a way to cheat there. Yeah, right. All right. I just want to give away prizes. So 215-263-WMMR two my- one, two yeah. okay. is the number. So we're going to go uh, start this off with Teddy. Hi there, Teddy. Hey, what's going on, Presbo? We're playing <laughs> yes or no, bro. All right. Uh, let's th- Steve, You, I think you should begin today. All right. All right. So, Teddy. Right, Teddy, the question is, is it yes or no? Steve, I think it's yes. You are correct! Yes, yes, yes! A thousand times yes! What do we have for Teddy? For Teddy, you have a case of victory, summer love, taste victory with your favorite summer crusher, Victory Brewing Summer Love, lemony hops, crisp and refreshing, and ready for your cooler. We works well together, Teddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, guys yeah, are, you, yeah, I can tell. Team. There's an instant connection. Yeah. Do we even have Kathy play? Whatever you guys want. <laughs> well, you know what? She barely plays, but she always makes sure our contestant wins. So, all right. true. All right. Yeah. Go no, ahead. but you got to hold it up ahead of time. Yeah, I want, I want this legit. All right. Yeah. Like by the uh, the I, Olympic oh, I'm rules. Sorry. You want this contest legit? That's there right. are international <laughs> rules, Kathy. Yeah. Exactly. It is legit. All right. Okay. We'll go. We'll go to Mike. Hey, Mike. Good morning. Yo, people. Yo. Oh, hi, Mike. All right. Do you want to play with Kathy or not? Big dog. Oh, my God. I love you, Kathy. Oh, <laughs> wow. There you go. All right, Mike. Yes <laughs> or no? Kathy's favorite word, no. Oh, no. no. She gave you a big clue. This is where it bites you in the ass. Sorry, Mike. Oh, sorry. Oh, See, this one's getting stupid. You should right. somebody else. But we'll maybe over. it's just you just don't play the game well. Oh, That's that it. We'll go over to Nick as we play yes or no. It's Sean. Hi there, Sean. Hey, what's up, guys? All right, bud. We're going to pair you up with Nick. Sean, you ready, buddy? Yeah. All right. Yes or no? Yeah. Yes. He's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well played. You yeah. are amazing, Sean. Your skill is just unmatched. Well, right. Sean, you just won some passes to see Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Ooh. Part 1. This is going to be on Thursday, July 6th at 7 p.m. at the IMAX UA King of Prussia. Now, this film hits theaters everywhere on July 12th. You're going to see it six days before everybody else. And that's part one of this large saga, basically. Yes. All right, next up is Jim. Contestant Jim. Yo, Jim, good morning. 
Good morning. All right, Jim. I'm holding up a sign. You and I are playing together. Feed into my vibes and tell me yes or no. No. Yeah! You guys are... Outstanding, Jim. Here's what we have for you. All right, we have a case of Victory Summer Love. Taste victory with your favorite (laughs) summer crush or Victory Brewing Summer Love. Lemony hops, crisp and refreshing and ready for your cooler. All right, up next, and Casey, you get to play with Ryan. So we are going to get Ryan on the line. Yo, Ryan, good morning. What's up, bitches? Yo, bitch. All right, Ryan. Ryan, did you have a full breakfast today? Yes, sir. Are you hydrated? Yes. All right, then you're ready to play. All right. Is it yes or no? Yes. Yes! Oh, yes! oh my God! Wow. He's doing it. We're doing it. We're really doing, doing it, it boy. All right, what do we got here for Ryan? We got passes to see Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 on Thursday, July 6th at 7 p.m. in IMAX at the UA King of Prussia. The film hits theaters nationwide July 12th. All right, while the uh, the callers are, are yeah. getting uh, taken care of, I do want to mention something because uh, uh, the guy <laughs> that we had on earlier called me Presbo. <laughs> That name, Pierre gave me that name. Years ago. It has stuck. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. everyone calls me Presbo now. <laughs> it was just this throwaway, because he started doing Presbo, my hunting buddy. Yeah, that yeah. Thing, and and now everywhere I go, <laughs> people call me Presbo. Who, who uh, was it Gina Crash that came up with P-Buds? No, no, no that goes, that's that's my. She was she called me P Dog. P Dog, yeah. Uh, P Buds is my old high school name. Oh, okay. So that that's right. uh, I know you're an old school friend, right? Right. Uh, yeah. If you call me P Buds, but Presbo it's has sister. stuck. And you know what? Unlike some nicknames, people get stuck with. I you, like you it. Like I like it. it. There you go. I, yeah. I, I, I enjoy it. So, so maybe Presbo someday your name-o. it'll be the Presbo and Steve-O show. <laughs> Steve-O. Or the Presbo and Steve show. Um, all right. We'll go to another no, caller. Uh, War Child. <laughs> yeah. Seriously? Presbo and War Child. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Back off, War Child. Seriously. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk to War Child. We do. We yeah. got to get him on the phone. Sometime. We will. All right. Uh, Steve, you're going to be playing with Brian. Let's get him going. Hey, Brian, good morning. Hey, morning radio show. What's up? Yes. <laughs> Generic morning radio yeah, show. Hello, All person. right, Brian. The question I have to ask you is, is it yes or no? Oh, this is a tough one. I'm going with no. Oh, oh sorry, buddy. Oh, sorry, man. You were so close. He's holding up a close. panel that says yes on it, yeah. so sorry about that. All right, we will circle back to round two, Miss Sunshine, and uh, listener Brian R., who's on the line. Hey, Brian. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. Good morning. All right, you are playing with Kathy. Do you think you can handle it? Yes. All right, Brian, I'm going to hold up no. Yes or no? <laughs> No. Yeah! Yes! <laughs> Good job, Brian. Kathy, I actually liked that. All right. What do we have for Brian? All right. <laughs> Brian, you have won our final case. We do not have any more of the Victory Summer Love. You can taste victory with your favorite summer crusher, Victory Brewing Summer Love. Lemony hops, crisp and refreshing and ready for your cooler. Who did our graphic, by the way, of the yes and no? Uh, That's the sh- best part of this game. It's awesome. A, it. And then Kathy's in the lower corner and it just says hater. <laughs> yeah, it says, Cap- it says, except for Kathy, she hates this S. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get another caller, and uh, we have Bill, who will play with Nick McElwain. Hi, Bill. Good morning. Presbo. Yo, hey, brother. Yeah. Oh, 
Billy. All right, let's get you over with Nick. Here we go. All right, Billy boy, what's it going to be? Yes or no? Yes Nick, or no? I'm feeling a no. Oh, you're oh. feeling it wrong. Sorry, bud. Sorry, buddy. Incorrect. All right, over to Chris, who's going to play with me. Yo, Chris. What's up, Rose Beef? Yeah, but I roast beef. All right, pork roll. Here we go. Chris, is it yes or no? Uh, 50-50. Yes, let's go yes. Yes! That's how you play. If you're if you're on hold, that's how you play it. Nice work, Chris. Here we go. Chris, you won National Lampoon's Vacation on Digital, the film that launched the Griswold family legacy starring comedy legend Chevy Chase. It's now available for the first time on 4K Ultra HD. Right. We've had some good interviews with Chevy Chase. I yeah. Agree. yeah. Hey, I have a question because I saw this sure. one time, and Nick, you might have to look this up, but if you... So we're using these dry erase paddles, essentially, yeah. and we wrote yes and no on the inside with dry erase marker. If you accidentally draw on a dry erase marker with like a permanent marker, a sharpie. Oh, like a sharpie. A pen. Yes. Yeah. Like I did last time we played this <laughs> yes. game. Yeah. There is a way to take it off of yep. there. And I don't know what it is. You have is to draw it? on it with a with a dry erase marker. Over it? Literally. If you draw over it with a dry erase marker. All right, Marissa just did it. Here, uh, yeah. Marissa, do we have a dry erase marker? Yeah, she's going right. to hand me one. She wrote, what'd she write on there? Uh, I, love. I love. Okay. All right, so you. you. Oh! So he just scribbled over see. it. Let me see. And, and look, yeah, yeah, yeah. as he scribbled over it. And it's, it's just that easy. And it's just that Wee simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, like and a complete moron, I confused my Sharpie with the, uh, with the highlighter last time around. Uh, well, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. And then he wow. went this, and it's it's clear. Okay. That's astonishing. Thank you. I was curious about that. Wee doggy. I appreciate you clearing that up, doggy. All right, let's go. Wee doggy. Uh, let's go to our next caller. It is Pete, uh, who's up. Hi, Pete. Morning. Good morning. All right, Pete, you and me. Oh, wait, did I? You just did it. No, I just did it. It's Casey. You and Casey. All right, Peter. You're a whore, Peter. Okay. Wow. <laughs> you don't even know that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. All right, so what's the answer? Is it yes or is it no? It's yes. Yeah! yeah. You're a whore, Peter. All right. You're a whore, Peter. Whore. Hang on. Here's what we have for you. All right, Peter, you got National Lampoon's Vacation on Digital. This is the film that launched the Griswold family legacy starring comedy legend Chevy Chase. It's now available for the first time on 4K Ultra HD. All right, next up is Michelle. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, it. Uh, good morning to see you. Uh, it is yes or no, very simple game. We're going to send you over with Steve Morrison. All right, Michelle, is it yes or or no. <laughs> I'm going to go with yeah. Oh! Steve yeah. gave you a subtle clue yeah, by using the sound effect. A classic no voice. And uh, no, sorry, that's incorrect. And if you're just tuning in, we're actually holding up these paddles that say yes or no on them uh, to indicate what we have chosen. All right, let's go to uh, Mario. Mario, good morning. Potatoes. <laughs> Stick him in the Mario, I have a question. Do you pronounce it Mario or Mario? I uh, I pronounce it Mario. Like Mario. Okay. All right. Just Mario, but I've gotten it every other way from Sunday. You know what I mean? Yep, yeah. Absolutely. Mario, well, you and I've had people try to correct me. Oreo. Mm-hmm. Correct you yeah. on your own name. That's exactly correct. I'm like, look, you call me Susan. Just don't tell me I'm wrong. You know All right. What I mean? All right. Well, you're playing with Kathy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kathy. Yay, Mario. <laughs> I love you so much. Oh, my God. I love you. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Yes or no? I'm going yes. Yeah. 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 
right, Mario. Hang on. Here's what we have for you. Congratulations, Mario. You won National Lampoon's Vacation on Digital, the film that launched the Griswold family legacy starring comedy legend Chevy Chase. It's now available for the first time on 4K Ultra HD. When we have a lot to give away, this is the game we play because it's 50-50. And we move very, very quickly. Thank you, sir. All right. We will uh, we'll bring Taylor on board. Hi, Taylor. Hi. Hi. All right, I think we got Nick uh, playing with you this time. Taylor's one of those names where I love it if it's a guy's name or a girl's name. Yes. I think it goes well with both Taylor, yes or no. Yes. Yeah. She's right. Voila. Another winner. Hang on, Taylor. Yeah, we're on a roll. Yes. Taylor, you won yourself a, run, a pair of a run of engagement passes to see the new Wes Anderson film, Asteroid City. It's in theaters now. All right, my turn, and it is uh, Margie. So I'm going to be playing with. Hi, Margie. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Margie. You okay? Is this Margie? Yes. Okay. Okay. Margie or Margie? Margie. Margie. Yeah. Margie. Okay. Okay. You know her or something? Yeah, yeah. We've met her many times. It's got camp outs and all sorts of stuff. And Margie Thon. Yeah, Margie (laughs) Thon. That's where we first met her. Yeah, Yeah, right. The world, so they're going for the Guinness Book of World Records and the largest uh, collection of Margies in one room. (laughs) Uh, Margie, is it yes or is it no? Can you hear me? Yeah. 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 I'm asking you a question. Is it yes or is it no? Margie? I don't think Margie knows. Is there a robot in the room? Margie, can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, do you know we're playing a game? Yes. Do you know you have to pick between yes or no? And it's yes. Uh, and then it's no. I'm oh, sorry. Incorrect. Oh, so sorry. Oh. Bye bye, Margie. Yeah. She might have been oh, on crap. <laughs> it was pretty good. <laughs> what is it about sex that makes you have to crap? <laughs> yeah. All right, we have another caller. It's Brittany, who's on with Casey. Hi, Brittany. All right, we're going to play with Casey. You ready, Brittany? I'm ready. All right, give me a simple answer here. Is it yes or is it no? Oh, man, no help on that one, huh? No, there's no no help on this one. Is it <laughs> yes or is it no? It's yes. Yeah! Oh, All right. Well done. Well man. done, Brittany. She's going to the movies, too. Yeah, run of engagement passes to see the new Wes Anderson film, Asteroid City, which is in theaters now. All right. Over. Margie says four stars. <laughs> For our next uh, contest or our next uh, matchup, we have Mike. Mike's on the line. Yo, Mike, good morning. Hi, Mike. Good morning to see you. Again, good morning yet. All right. We have Steve with you here. All right, Mike. We can uh, we can do this. All right? Stay positive. Yep. Is it yes or no? No. <laughs> he said stay positive. <laughs> stay I'm you picked up on that. I figured what you were doing there. All right. Sorry, Mike. Incorrect. Steve was holding up a no. Uh, yes. we'll, we'll go over to John. I'm sorry. Holding up a yes. We'll go over to John. Hey, John. Good morning. Good morning. All right. John, swinging back around to a- Kathy Romano. Kathy's become the Michael Jordan of this game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready? You ready, yeah. John? Yes. All right. Yes or No. <laughs> No. Yeah. How does she do it? I don't know. <laughs> Women's 
Intuition, I don't know. Uh, So here's what we have for John. John's got passes to see Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, Thursday, July 6th, 7 p.m., IMAX UA King of Prussia, and that film is in theaters nationwide on July 12th. Kathy confided to me that when we talk about playing this game, she gets so excited she has to poop. (laughs) (laughs) All right, up next is Christine. Hi there, Christine. Hey there. Hey. Hey. All right, uh, we got you matched up with Nick. You ready, Christine? Hello, yes, I am. Hi. All right, ready? <laughs> yes or no? Hmm. Which should I choose? choose Let's yes. say yes. Yes! Yes, yes, yes. 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 Kathy, what if we change it to yes, yes. or no? <laughs> yes, that would be perfect. All right, here's Christine's prize. She is also going to see Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, Thursday, July 6, 7 p.m., UA, King of Prussia, in IMAX. Blockbuster movie. Mm-hmm. Kathy, didn't you have an idea for a different game we could have played or something yeah, like I, that? Yeah, I, I have an idea for a game. I think next time we use my idea instead of this stupid one. All right. Okay. All right. We'll I'm judge open it. all ideas. All right, okay. All right. Uh, let me go next to <laughs> Brendan. Yo, Brendan. Yep. Morning, gentlemen. Glappy to meet you. Glad Glad to meet you. Glappy to have you playing the game. All right, uh, Brendan, is it going to be a yes or is it going to be a no? Uh, Is it no? (sighs) No. Now he's not glappy anymore. He's he's glad. That's okay. Now let me go next to Naomi. Hi, Naomi. Gadzooks, good morning. Gadzooks, Naomi. You seem up and ready to play the game. You're going to be playing with Casey, all right? All righty. All right, Naomi, or should I say yes, Omi? Uh, no, I shouldn't say that. Is it yes or is it no? It's yes. 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 All right. Yes. Hang on, Naomi. Here's what we have. You have run of engagement passes to see the new Wes Anderson film, Asteroid City, that is in theaters now. We're moving product. We are. We're doing it. We're making magic. Uh, how many more you want to do, Case? Uh, Give me a number, and then they can stop putting people on hold. Thirty, I think. Yeah, you want to do thirty? <laughs> uh, let's just finish out this uh, this round. All let's right. do okay. five more. Everybody that's on hold. Uh, well, we have only other three more on hold. Okay, All right, then so let's just do three. So do more. two two more times. Uh, or do you want to get two more people on? No, the line? no, no. Just do we have right. Two more people on the line after the three there. Okay, okay. so add two more, and then that'll be all right. All right so we're doing five all together. So next is. Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Good morning, Ed. Good morning to see you, Debbie. All right, you're up with Steve. It is a good morning, isn't it, Debbie? Is it, it is. yes or no? Hmm, let me see. I got 50-50 shot at this, right? I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You can tell who's watching on YouTube. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sure can. All right, here's what we have for you. All right, you're going to go see uh, Asteroid City with all those other people. It's in theaters now. Yeah. All right. Up next is Justin, who plays with Kathy. Hi, Justin. Yeah. Yeah. Got a good one there. Thank you. All right, Justin. Here's Kath. You ready, Justin? I am. All right. Like Preston said, yes <laughs> or no. I'll go with yes. Yeah. 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 All right, Justin. Here's your prize. Right. Lots of winners. Justin is also going to go see Asteroid City that is in theaters now. All right. Three more to go. Uh, it is good Diane. Diane, good morning. Good morning. All right, Diane, we're going to have you play with Nick McElwain. Hello, Diane. Are you ready? 
I'm ready, Nick. Yes or no? <laughs> I go with yes. Yeah. 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 This is crazy. I don't oh understand. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, Diane. Here's what we have. Uh, yes, she's also going to see Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1. That theater screening is going to be July 6, 7 p.m. IMAX UA King of Prussia. All right, to see that movie in IMAX is going to be mm-hmm. amazing. Two more to go. Mike is up next. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Hello, P-Bugs. I need redemption. All right, you need redemption. <laughs> Did he call back? Yes, I called. Listen, you can only yeah. win once yeah. in a certain yeah. amount of time. Yeah. You, you can lose as much as you, you want. Keep playing. Well, I didn't win, though. I lost. No, that's uh, all right. I, I, no, no, I'm saying. Glad you made it back. I, I'm saying no negative feelings now, Mike. Yes. Very positive. Yes or no? Mm. Yes. No, oh, he gave me a clue. Oh, I was saying negative, but <laughs> yeah. I said no negative and oh, a three. Oh, man. I'm going to take a bath with my toaster. <laughs> <laughs> you just oh killed him now. What did he say? He he's going to take a bath with his toaster. toaster. His oh, no, toaster. not your toaster. No. All right, Moik, sorry, buddy. Next time, you'll be first in line. All right, last one is playing with Casey, and this is Bridget. Hi, Bridget. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Bridget. Here we go. All right, Bridgie Poo, is it yes or no? Yes. I'm so glad we ended on a win. We did. All right, here's what we have for you, Bridget. Bridget, we're going to send you to see Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 Thursday, July 6th at 7 p.m. in IMAX at the UA King of Prussia. Now, that movie hits theaters everywhere, uh, and that's going to be on July 12th. All right, thank you very much for playing Yes or No. And hopefully John DeBello's on his way over and go, man, why did I never play that game? Yeah. He, he, well, that's why we felt comfortable. Now he has no chance of stealing it. Yeah, that's true. We will true. be selling, Preston, a home version of this game. Ah. We're talking about $29.95. $29.95. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes or no, It'll the Preston great, Steve yeah. Show game at home version. At home version. Okay, excellent. All right, listen, uh, we're going to take a break. We have more stuff to give away because we have a secret text word. And it's to Dave Matthews Band. Text word secret to 39333. We'll come back. John DeBella on our show when we return. Stay with us. Looking for fun things to do this weekend? Pierre Robert's weekend calendar has you covered. Shows in town, movies to see, exhibits and specials around the Delaware Valley. Just use keyword weekend calendar at WMMR.com to get the list. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on on the web, PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinAndWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double hung, sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. 
back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Well, it seems like yesterday we were talking to this guy. <laughs> yeah. We were, weren't we? It was one of those yeah. Pierre impromptu, let's do this. Um, I'm just going to dive right in and welcome our good friend John DeBella. Yeah. This morning, I thought about doing a a, a big, you know, intro to, yeah. to lead you in, but I, I'm actually going to start with because when I when I got word that you were retiring, and I walked down the hall before our shows started, and I walk in and I said, "Do I say congratulations?" <laughs> yeah. Or I, I, you know, you know, I don't. I've never approached someone who is about to retire, especially after such a legendary career, and I wasn't sure how to express my happiness that you're not going to be on the air well, that, anymore. That's the official or, story. What he said is, is he still here? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, John? Because we'd heard a couple of times that you were thinking about right, it. Yeah, right. And uh, it, it kind of started and stopped a few times, correct? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was originally I was supposed to retire in uh, January. Right. I mean, just at the end of December. And then uh, some things happened within the business. And I said, look, I, I'm I'm not moving. Yeah. Right? yeah. You want me to stay longer and I said yeah sure it'll be great All right so uh it became june and you know and and june ends <laughs> friday it does <laughs> it does man, man. but but uh, it is the weirdest when, when the time comes right you will find people coming up to you and a bit, and everybody's being nice and they mean the best out of it where they come to you and they go congratulations and you're like Really? Yeah. <laughs> right? That really, yeah. Is that really the word? <laughs> yeah. It is the only thing that seems appropriate because we we, we talked, um, you know, for a while one evening, um, and uh, you have so much stuff, you know, that you want to do. You're, you're, you're adamantly opposed to the, I'm going to sit, you know, outside oh God, no. on the porch. Oh, God, you, no. You're being bombarded with offers. Well, yeah, I, I, it, it's amazing. The moment you say that you, uh, you're going to retire, and, uh, I mean, again, it has to do with this business, the entertainment in some yeah. way, mm-hmm. right? People come out of the woodwork. Yeah. Uh, with, with like, you know, it's like, hey, we've got this idea that we would love to have you do. Hey, we could do this. Well, I said, well, I got to non compete. Right? <laughs> I can't do this. I can't do that. You know, uh, b- but uh, I'm going to be busy. Yeah. I- I'm going to be busy. And a lot of it's going to be behind the scenes. I don't, I've spent more than enough time in front of the mic and in front of the camera. Uh, I love producing. I mean, the only reason why I ever even got into this was because I couldn't find somebody to do it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Years ago. Yeah. yeah years yeah. ago. Back at LA. So and, and LIR was a legendary station yeah, oh, yeah. on Long Island. It, I knew I used to listen to you yeah. on LIR wow. uh, years ago. Massapequa, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I want to share uh, John's influence from an outsider's perspective because I grew up in the St. Louis area. All right, so I was not aware of John DeBell of the Morning Zoo, all that stuff. I didn't think I was uh-huh. okay. And I didn't realize it until I moved here that I was influenced by you because our local number one morning radio show was doing your bits. And I didn't know that until I came here. Okay, so it was... uh, You worked in the market with Barsky? (laughs) (laughs) No, this is in St. Louis on their Heritage Rock station, KC95, which I grew up listening to. There was a guy in the morning named J.C. Corcoran, and uh, he was, you know, he's my morning show guy. He was a guy that I listened to. And he had a similar style as you, not uh, quite as uh, uh, animated, but after I came here and I heard about things like the Louie Louie Parade, Mm -hmm. and I'm like... They did that bit back home, right? And uh, and then also, I started just just as as I learned about more what you did. I'm like, they were stealing your bit. Now, 
There's a famous guy in the radio business called Scott Shannon, and his sure. old phrase was, if you stole it from me, you stole it twice. <laughs> right, right, right. And so I, I, I get it. I it's understand that, that yeah, people yeah. share bits yeah. in this business. If there were straight-up routines that you were doing that were being done there, they were finding out about it. They, you were having success. I think they might have been called the zoo as well. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, well, uh, and well, you, and you, I know you said, I, I listened to you and Pierre. Right. You didn't come up with the name. No, I didn't come up with the name. But you, you took the name, and then I think it spread, right? Yeah. Scott yeah, yeah. Shannon, in fact, was the yeah, one Scott, who Scott Shannon, created Scott, and, and John Lander yeah. were the ones in Florida who started the zoo. Okay. Lander went to Texas. Scott came to New York, all right? And George Harris, who was the program director at that time, he had just become the program director. Mm-hmm. And George had this reputation of uh, firing morning men. That he would come into a market and he would fire the morning guy because he wanted to build a brand new morning show. Yeah. He comes into the market. I'm on vacation in Europe for two weeks. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. And so he, he has no idea what I sound like. Right. I come back into town and I start, you know, you know, doing, you know, my show. And he comes in one day and he says to me, he goes, he goes, look, he says, I really like what you're doing. You ever think about doing, uh, he comes up with some bit. I said, oh, I, I used to do that, but made me stop. I said, okay, that's not. And he says, what about this? This is a great bit. I said, no, 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 I did that one too, but they made me stop. Came up with a third one. I said, no, I created that bit, but they made me stop. He goes, look, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go home. I want you to think about all the stuff that you used to do on the show. I want you to put all of that back in, and then we'll figure out some new stuff. Right? And, you know. It's rare that you get that. Right. It's always shaving away. Yeah, exactly. It's never reinstituting. Right. But years later, in talking to Shannon, Shannon tells me, because there was a time when when ratings were done with diaries. Yeah. Right? And people had to write down what it was they were listening to. Mm-hmm. All right. Um uh radio stations had to register their 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 call letters, their their slogans, all that stuff. And he did not uh register the morning zoo outside of the New York area. So so right. Ah, so okay. everywhere from South Jersey to you know really mid almost northern Jersey if they wrote down the zoo I got credit for it. Wow. Right. So he was ticked. <laughs> yeah. He was ticked. And, you yeah. know, he said to me, he said, you know, I created the zoo. And he goes, and don't ever tell anybody I told you this, but you perfected it. Oh, <laughs> really? Well, that's nice. Wow. Yeah. Well, okay. I had the latitude with an AOR format. He was doing top 40 and had little kids listening. He right. couldn't do the things that I was able to do. Yeah. So, so it was like, oh, thanks, Scott. Okay. It's, it's <laughs> so wild to hear. And the history, you know, like with LIR, which is a, was a, a seminal sort of, um, alt, you know, station. It was there were just a handful that were playing that kind of music. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, The Cure was just in town, right. and all those bands that were part of that. Uh, but yeah, and then I remember when you left to come here, uh, you know, and 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 begin that career. When when did you feel? Was that the point at which you thought? Um, Okay, uh, I've got traction. I'm I'm onto something. Uh-huh. I've hit that next career plateau. No, you 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 sound like uh, like I had a plan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when I got here, the guy to beat was the Harvey in the morning. Was John right. Harvey right? And uh, I got here in November, and at the end of the winter book. Uh, the winter rating period, uh, 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 you know, I had beaten him uh, ever so slightly, but yeah. I beat him. And I went into the general manager's office. I said, hey, look at this. You know, look, look, you know, how come nobody's saying anything about this? I'm not looking for a parade, but somebody <laughs> should say something. And he goes, oh, no, I says, anybody could do that. I said, anybody, well, you, haven't, you haven't been able to do that for the, you know, until I got here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? And then, and then I, I ended up, you know, he ended up beating me again. And it, t- it took a couple more years before we devastated him. <laughs> 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 you know? And, and and, he's, and he thought I did the most evil things in the world to him. 
And it, it was, they, they, they were mild radio stuff. I mean, if you want to... You have scars. I have scars <laughs> yeah, from evil do. things that got done. <laughs> right. right? But, but we did things like we referred to the station. It was W-I-O-Q. We referred to it as W-Low-I-Q. Okay. Right? And, yeah. uh, and we referred to him as hardly in the morning because he hardly works at all. <laughs> these were, these are the radio, the classic radio wars, which I try to explain to people. Mm-hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong. Obviously, we've one of the things we benefited from being here is your... Your uh, consultation, you know, you went through it, so much of it. But um, we're never going to see that again because no. y- you're not fighting other stations. You're fighting 200 other things exactly. that are distracting people in the morning. Yep. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't happen. And the days of, oh, are you syndicated? That's over. Yep. Everyone technically right. is syndicated. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, and, and, and the, the wild part about it is, is and, you know, and people come up to you all the time and they're going like, uh, I bet you you're really uh, upset about, uh, you know, satellite radio. And said, not in the least, it doesn't phase us. Yeah. Satellite, re- satellite radio isn't, isn't the problem. If anything's a problem, it's podcasting, right? Or so. Would you have done what you did in this city in any other city? Could you have taken the morning zoo or could you get your success at MMR or, or the last 20 years at MGK and had that worked anywhere else? I, I, I honestly don't know. I, I, I really don't know. I mean, I came here, I came here at a time that I think, not like I'm Madame Curie, but, <laughs> not, you know, but I came here at a time that I was needed. Right, you know, uh, uh, MMR, <laughs> MMR had a li- literally a revolving door of morning shows going on. You never knew who was going to be on the air that week or that day. You know, one week it would be Moderato, one week it would be Anita, just like because nobody wanted to do it. Everybody wanted to sleep in. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, oh yeah. You know, and then and then I got a I got a call from uh, Steve Leeds who said well, you really got to do something. You really got to do something. I'm going to introduce you to some people. You got you know he says you're, you're, this is too small for you. I said, oh, I'm happy. Leave me alone. I love this music. I love this station. I'm you know living on Long Island. Everything's wonderful. Right? And then I get a call from Charlie Kendall. And Charlie Kendall said, I'm literally now, that was a time, did I tell you guys this story before? No. There, that, that, there was a time that I, you know, used to sleep in the afternoons, right? <laughs> because because there was, we didn't have VCRs. If yeah, you yeah. wanted to see a band, you had to go out at night. So I would sleep in the afternoon and be rested so I could go out someplace and then go be on the air the next day. Or talk about what happened on TV that Right, night, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that. So I'm asleep. Charlie calls. I answer the phone and I'm like, I'm half asleep. And he says, hey, John DeBella? I said, yeah. He goes, uh, I'm Charlie Kendall. I'm the program director. Director of uh, WMMR in Philadelphia. We've got a six-five in the marketplace, and we'd like you to be our new morning man. And I said I could get that down to a three in no time. And there's this pause. And he goes, "You really are the wise ass." They say you are. Yeah. That's why you called. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a six-five is a damn good number. It was too. a damn good number too. Yeah, yeah. but that was, that, that was the overall station number. Oh, okay. But, All right. but, you know, back then, back then, uh, you know, from from when I got there in '82 to when we really took over the marketplace in 86. The difference between number one and number ten was maybe a tenth of a point right, for each true, position. Yeah, true. Somebody might have had an eight and the other person had a seven eight and the next one down had a seven seven and you know something like that. You know, so the, the, it, it was so tight and then we came along and it just uh, was a bye. <laughs> we <laughs> we remember we were over you know Y one hundred there there was just there was you know, you were first off. There was no promotion of our show whatsoever. Uh, you know, we loved the station; it was great. But we were just—it was never, you know. And so you would look 
uh, you know, you you look at these. It's like the first time, you know, probably early on in your career when you cracked a mic and you, I've got to fill up. I got to talk for ten minutes. Yeah. How am I going to do that? Yeah. So the ratings thing seemed like, oh, that's impossible. How am I ever <laughs> going to get there? But just stick with that. Obviously, you've genuinely loved radio for all these years. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, you, I, you, I love it. The yeah, death. I, I am. I am not. I am not television's bastard child. I'm right. its father. <laughs> so the question is, from here, and we talked about that. You need to have some sort of outlet, I think. Oh, beyond a shot of so a doubt. In re- so re- let's call this the next chapter as opposed to the retirement. Okay. What is that? What What are you most interested in pursuing? Will it be podcasting? Uh, you, know, uh, you know, and we've talked about this yeah. before. Everybody goes, hey, why don't you do a podcast? Well, I got a radio show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. I don't need a podcast. Yeah. And in all honesty, I really can't think of anything I want to do now. Yeah. If I had if I had somebody to do it with, doing it on my own is a waste of time, right? If I had somebody to do it with, uh, then then it might be a little more interesting, right? Uh, I'm uh, look like you guys. I'm very interested in stand up comics. I love stand up yeah. comics. I had a comedy club, uh, you know, and it really means a lot to me. There's a series that I, I started doing a while ago called Stand Up Sit Down, where it was me and a stand up comic and just just you know shooting the crap about yeah. about comedy and funny stuff and what influenced them and that. And I thought that would be interesting, but I started doing that as a video piece. You know, maybe it could be a podcast. You know, uh, but but I'm losing this outlet, this connection outlet. Right. So I have to learn how to how do I book those people? How do I get a hold of them? You know, yeah, I, you know so. you've accrued enough. Yeah, you yeah. know, you have this. Yeah. Well, I, well, well, I, I have accrued a lot. Unfortunately, it's all in Steve's phone. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> it's all in his phone. So make and sure every, you get. And every day, I keep saying to him, uh, "Steve, you got to give me that contact." <laughs> <list."> <laughs> <laughs> so don't piss him off. Right? <laughs> I, I have a question because our our rating success came in a different era than yours, and uh, the 1980s were a uh, a party time. Oh yeah, a debaucherous time. <laughs> oh yes. When you were when when things were at its peak, did it get? Crazy? Did it get just w- within the station? Yeah, in your life, the the show, the the, the fame that that you got from it, and um, all of that. Uh, the I, Louis Louis parade looks yeah. outrageous. You're talking about a hundred thousand people yeah, plus uh, people right. at this event. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. The last one, the last Louis yeah. Louis parade, one hundred twenty five thousand people. Whoa. Unbelievable. Right, right. Um, it, yeah, it was it was astonishing. It was absolutely astonishing. But the 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 wild part about it is, I I, I swear to you, on my father's grave, I swear to you. I never believed any of it. I never... I, 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 I believe you I, saying I, that. I, I, yeah. I, I was amazed by it as much as anyone else. We did this event at the, at the Bourse, right, uh, early on. This is before we did any of the uh, mornings, uh, the, the Atlantic City shows or anything like that. And we, we did this... My pocket is vibrating. <laughs> Casey, are you calling him? I'm not calling Casey him. likes to call people when they're in the middle of something. No. And you know, it was probably somebody calling me going, do you know you're on the air? <laughs> right? uh, so, so we went to do these shows at the Bourse, and, um, and, and it was just, they used to have this place called the Heartthrob Cafe, which was a ripoff of the Hard Rock. Okay. Right? But uh, we were going to do a week of shows there, and Monday morning we, go, we show up, and there's a line that went... Uh, you know, to the corner of Market, up to Fourth Street, or down back over to Chestnut, yeah. and back around the block. 
the place held about 150 people. Oh my god! There were there were five six hundred people outside, mm-hmm. right? And we're like and we're like what what's going on? All right, and that was the first time where we realized, oh my god, we're popular. Yeah, right? you know. So, but I, I I never took it for granted. I'm always when somebody tells me they listen to me, I'm always my answer always is really <laughs> yes, yeah. And, and the best advice to give people is never lose that. Mm-hmm. You don't oh, yeah. once you think your your s doesn't stink. Right, the world is gonna and this market in particular. That's mm-hmm. why when we came in, we followed. You know, our whole notion was. We're not going to act like we were entitled to this. Right, right, We're not right. going to act like we know everything. Or, well, uh, right, right, right. Because, and, and, because you guys had to climb that mountain known as the Philly guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was tough. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I remember being on the PR. Yeah. I remember being on the PR when you guys first got here. And, and, and my wife used to listen to you taking my son to school in the morning. Yeah. All right. And, uh, and, and uh, I, I might not even, might not even been on the air at that time. I might have been between. Between stations, and I'm talking to Pierre, and you know, and and he's going, oh, "This is great. We got this new morning show." And I said, "Yeah." I said, "They must have been so hard to find, right? <laughs> this company must have been searching the nation, right, to right. find a morning show that would work. All right, what are the chances that it would be right under their nose across <laughs> the river? Yeah, yeah. Hey, exactly. Do you remember?" Uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty, what was the order? Was it, was it DRE Y100 or, yeah. or, or that, that was the order? I know what you're going to say. Right. WDRE. Right. Uh, we announced that this, the station was going off the air, that right. the station had been sold and we were changing formats. That day I was on the air. I've never met him in my life. John called me. Whoa. <laughs> Is that what you were going to yeah, bring up? That's oh it. God, I, I, really? I was on my yep. way to a gig. Yep. I was on my way to a gig at Malibu on, on, on uh, DeBellaware Avenue. And, <laughs> and, 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 and I just, and I don't know who I talked to. It I was said, receptionist buzzed me, calls me back in, in the studio. She's like, I, I have a John DeBella on the line here. And I'm like. I know who that is. I don't know him. Right. I'm like, that can't be him. Somebody's, you know, whatever. But, no, but you answered. Uh, sure enough. I don't wanted to make sure you guys are all right. And, uh, uh, yep. The, the, yep. The, the, he was awesome. checking on us. He's right. like, first of all, wow. he's like, is it legit? Or is it really happening? Is, is it a radio stunt? I'm like, no, it's happening. And he's like, you know, he's just checking to make sure that we were okay, which we weren't at yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah. we, knew, we knew we were going to be out of work. Well, that's funny. because but I'll never forget that. Stations disappear. DJs disappear. And, and uh, as odd as this might sound, John, like, I'm really happy that you're able to go out on your terms. Mm-hmm. And Steve mentioned the ups and downs, and there were some real downs. Uh, oh, yeah. And and um, I remember them as a listener, and I wasn't even involved in it. And, and you know, you heard about them living in Philadelphia. You'd read about them in the paper. So for you you to be able to go do what you want and people to be able to say goodbye to you, it's especially in our business, it's a bit rare, you know, and that's a, that's a good thing, I think. I, I, I was asked by uh, Heidi Raphael, our, our yeah. uh, mm-hmm. PR person, the corporate PR person, says, uh, we need a quote for your goodbye. And I, <laughs> I said, in a business where normally someone else tells you you're retiring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was fortunate enough to be able to say it yeah. myself. Well, one know, of the best things that. we talk about are the, the emails that come following a departure. And you, right. can, you can instantly tell what exactly happened. We, uh, the, they, we thank and hope them, and, the, and then Ed's no longer here. Right, right. Yeah. 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 You just see him. Yeah. Call yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Don't talk to him. Yeah. My, 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 my favorite thing in radio is, uh, is it all access? Is that is, all yeah. access? Yeah, is, is all access. Which is, which is, for the most part, uh, board ops. 
right? People who, yeah. who aren't really on the air, they're just operating the board for some talk show or something like that, and how it seems they know everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I have had to squash more rumors that were started by board ops <laughs> than, than anything else. Yeah, it's true. You've had uh, three stations you worked at here, okay. uh, WMMR, right. WYSP, uh-huh. and now WMGK. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any memories that stand out? I mean, there's so many at MMR, and we've talked about those. Was YSP an okay time for you? Uh, well, or YSP... you were doing afternoons, you didn't have to get up in the morning. Right, right, right. I was doing the afternoons, and then I was doing middays, and uh, and it was the most dysfunctional family i've ever been in i believe it it, it was it was hell everybody was just and it, and 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 the crap rolled downhill it started at mel carmazan and it rolled all the way downhill you're talking like a classic the, the and we we had our brushes with it uh-huh. but you were in a firefight oh yeah it yeah. was it was insane in there it yeah. really was insane in there i mean, I mean the things went on. there was one time uh, I, 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 the general manager and I had a great relationship. He still was going to be a yeah. general manager, and he was going to do whatever was going to be best for him in the station. Right, right. But, but we always had a great relationship, and I would go in and talk to him, and it was pitch ideas about stuff. And this is in the early days when most radio stations didn't even have a website, yeah. and I kept pay, pay, uh, you know, pitching him for a website. We should do this. We should do this. And he finally agreed. He said, "Look, because I had my own. Yeah, I started. I started doing." web bits on the air in 1993, right, using, because AOL was new, yeah. mm. and I used to, when I would have a guest in the studio, I would open up a chat room right. and have people ask questions and, you know, and read their questions and ask, you know, and ask them, and we would have contests that were like email-only contests, and it was really, really early on. Right, and so he said to me, "What he says the reason why we don't have a website is he says I want a website that people have a reason to go to because like your website again, nineteen ninety three ninety four, I had built my own website, right? And he says like your website that would be that would be great." I said, "Okay, fine." So he got used to seeing what my writing style was like. Years later, right. The promotion staff and the program director go into him to pitch all of these new things they want to do for the new year. <laughs> and uh, he hated all of it. Mm-hmm. He hated absolutely all of it. He says, this all sucks. Come back with something else. All right. So some people came to me and said, look, do you have any things? We're really stuck. We need to p- pitch Ken on some stuff. Do you have any things that you think he might like? I said, yeah. He said, pitch this at him. And I threw a couple of things their way. It was my radio station, you know, as yeah. well. I you know, wanted it to, to succeed. do well. Yeah. All right. He goes in. He looks at it all. Right. He comes back. And the only thing they did was change the font on the presentations. <laughs> <laughs> they changed the font on the presentations. He says, i got to ask you something. And he goes, is this yours? Is this yours? Is this yours? I said, yeah. He says, those idiots came in here thinking that I had never spoken to you before. (laughs) They presented all this stuff as if it was theirs. Yeah, yeah. And I'm reading it. I know your style. And no, it's yours. I told them, why are you stealing this stuff from Debella? And they all looked at me like, (laughs) that's that's the kind of place it was. So uh, now, uh, what is likely, uh, are you going to take that that break, that little pause? uh, Because there is talk that you might... uh, be leaving the area for a bit, or uh, they're, they're, they're somewhere down the line. Yeah, okay. my, my son is a writer producer uh, in Nashville. Rock, not country, but he'll do country if you ask him to. Right? Uh, <laughs> right? uh, he, um, uh, he, his career is exploding. Oh, good! It's absolutely exploding. He's been working with. He, he is. He's. He's become the go-to guy for producing vocals 
on on records, whether wow. it's a rock in country or in Nashville. That's, right? that's yeah. pretty and, big. And so uh, my family has given up a lot, right, for me to have the career that I've had. And Mama wants to be near the golden child. Mm-hmm. So somewhere down the line, we will probably move to Nashville. Okay. That's a good right, place to move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. You know, because, you know, everyone has a gun and you don't run into any drag queens. <laughs> 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 <All right? laughs> but um, it's a good thing you're not going right away because you got at least... Six months of free dinners around the oh, restaurant. Oh my god! So oh, yeah, don't <laughs> we'll take leave. Have you right the tour? And then it's <laughs> and then it's not against FCC rules. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So, I can just say thank you. <laughs> one restaurant I associate with John because it was probably one of the first times we hung out was Kildare's. Like I uh, felt like every time I was at Kildare's. I was with John at some point, and we were probably drunk at the bar, but whatever. You're right, right, right. <laughs> should, should, I, should I make if, my confession? Listen, you said you didn't want to tell it. I brought it up okay. hoping you would tell the story. <laughs> okay. We were at, we were at uh, Kildare's. This one, McGrogan and I, we're, we're all great friends with McGrogan. We had McGrogan, Jay McGrogan on yesterday. But, yeah, yeah. But, but McGrogan and I are, are, yeah, I'm so grateful for that because I didn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Feel safe. <laughs> oh, that, I got him really well on the air this morning. He 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 recorded these spots. Uh, basically, it's a goodbye John DeBella spot, yeah. and and you know all the good work and this that, and the other thing. But for some for some reason, it sounds like he's talking through a pillow. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and Steve says to me, he says, so what, what's with the way that sounds? I said, well, you know, normally when Dave comes in, we have to put a pillow on the seat. <laughs> oh, my God. So he, so he reaches the microphone, but obviously he thought he had to use it in front of the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So, so, so we would be there all the time. And it was one of the first times I, I had ever been with Kathy beyond, uh, you know, like the hallways or anything yeah. like that. And, and and I fell in love. I just <laughs> fell in love. And I was like, and, 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 and Dave's going, she's engaged. She's engaged <laughs> to a teacher. I don't, I don't know how long it's going to last. I'm not sure. You're married. You're just, uh, just uh, and, you know. And Dave, who was a hound, right? And, you know, there's nothing oh, yeah. there at that time. Happily married now. Happily married now. Happily married now. And only took three tries. <laughs> Press. So it was like the Kathy drinking days. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 yeah, And I just I remember being at that bar and drunk out of my teeth and looking at you, and I'm just like, I'm just so in love with her. This <laughs> <laughs> so wonderful. And yesterday I told her this story for the first time. Oh, really? I was like, you have to tell this on the air. He was like, I'm not telling that story <laughs> on the air. <laughs> my wife just heard it for the first time because <laughs> I got the text this morning. What's from you on President Steve? <laughs> <laughs> what, do, what do you get the most from listeners, uh, question-wise, when, uh, when they run into you these days? Uh, uh, oh, God. It's, you know... A lot of it is, is is this. A lot of it is this real? Do you remember this? Uh, you okay. Know, and, and the favorite one is... My, my favorite one is, John... Do you remember when I called and I said, and I went, do you have any concepts? Yeah. <laughs> any concept of the amount of people I speak to uh-huh. just in a day. Yeah. Even, you know, just because they're not on the air doesn't mean I'm not on the phone. <laughs> well, here, maybe you remember this guy. we got a caller on the line. This is Steve who's got a story to share. Hi, Steve. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning, President hey. Steve. Don, good morning. Good morning. Uh, you may remember this, John. It was 32 years ago. <laughs> okay. Gonzo Friday uh, was um, usually over at the Franklin Institute. And uh-huh. that particular Friday, you couldn't do it there. So you asked um, if the listeners had a place to, to do it. And we volunteered, and you chose our home. And when you came over, 
you had with you uh, a special guest. It was Adam, Adam West. West. Adam West. Adam <laughs> West yeah. from, from Batman. Yeah. That's wow. pretty freaking yeah. cool. Yeah. 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 They, uh, the, the Flaming Caucasians were there. Right. And... We, we did the whole live show in someone's kitchen. Wow. It's great. <laughs> it's awesome. And it was your kitchen, Steve? It was in our whole, yeah, it was in the kitchen. Um, Pat, my wife, cooked uh, some breakfast for everyone, and um, and we went out in the backyard. I had two big Newfoundland dogs that they tied up Adam West out back, and the dogs <laughs> humped them. Humped them. <laughs> there you go. Bestiality. We, we, we had respect for our elders. <laughs> That's cool. You might remember it, and uh, I certainly do, and I, I can't thank you enough for the great memories. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for being here, man. Excellent. Thank you, All Steve. Right. Appreciate it. So, John, I want to ask, uh, how at peace with this decision are you? Um, I knew one of you was going to come to the point where you're going to try to make me cry. <laughs> uh, we'll leave that for Friday. It, it, oh, that's going to be one big yeah. sob session. Uh-huh. Just, uh, mm-hmm. Mato, you think the rain was something? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Nothing in comparison to what's going to happen with me. Uh the hardest part of this, in all honesty, and it's it's hard to explain. I, there's no ego in what I'm about to say, mm-hmm. right? I did not realize until I said this how much I depended on this audience. Mm-hmm. Um, the audience has always been a big part of the show for me. I always wanted to, from from the from the get go. It was I want it was group participation. It wasn't just me alone. It wasn't just me talking on the radio at you. I wanted you to talk back to me. I wanted you to talk to everybody who was listening, right? So that is going to be the hardest adjustment, mm-hmm. right? And, and, you know, it, it's it, that's going to be so difficult to not have those people there, and I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> To an extent, I feel like I'm letting them down. Oh, I feel like I'm abandoning them, and um, but they're all so gracious. So you, uh, you, you know what you learned in China? You well know it for Christ's sake. You've been at this for for so long. Uh, is that um, you know you 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 hope to like uh, Dr. Mike says mm-hmm. all the time. You know you you. Uh, you hope to. Everyone wants to make an impact and maybe leave the world a little. Not that you're dying, but they're, they're, we're all technically dying. But the best. To leave, make the world a better place through your actions. You've done that over the course of years. You've been the soundtrack for so many people's lives, you know. And and it's, uh, um, but you're also owed your life to some extent on a little bit of a level. Not that you would ever consider this taxing or a drag or whatever, mm-hmm. but there are things that you want to explore and go and move on to. So I mean, you're as, as Preston said. Besides the meals, you're you'll always be royalty here, mm-hmm. and and a well deserved legend. You know, follows you wherever you go. So I'm available whenever you guys need me. <laughs> I, I, I have to tell you, I when, when you guys asked me to come in for the Walk of Fame, I. I floated off of that day for four or five days. Uh, I was I was just so it was it was just so thrilling to be in here with you guys. This show was so much fun. I never get to hear it. Right? Um, <laughs> um, I know. Uh, it's okay. like when people say they'll say, "Did you see Good Morning America this morning?" Like, no, no, we're on. <laughs> no, no, we're, yeah. we're, we're busy. Yeah. But the the biggest challenge right now, I, I was saying this to Steve the other day. The biggest challenge right now is. Getting into the time zone that the rest of the people I know are in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like right now, so someone says, you know, hey, you know, we'd like to do this. I said, well, I'm, I'm free after one. You know, yeah. that's, that's my immediate answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, it's, yeah. it's like, I, oh, you know, you, you can get up at eight. You can stay up till 
11, 12, <laughs> 1, whenever you want. Yeah. Right? If a party starts at 7, it's I can okay. go. I can go. I can go I'm now. Right you don't now. have to eat dinner at 4. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, John, when, when the when the day comes where we eventually hang it up, I know that I personally, what I will miss is... Um, communicating this way mm-hmm. this microphone those receivers yep. all of that stuff and the people and the phones i i love this i love this vocal this verbal communication there's something about this that i just that that draws me to this um and and i know that i will miss that dearly if that right. day and comes. podcasting doesn't do that it no. doesn't and quite that, do you it you know and 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 you know being a, having a tiktok video doesn't yeah. do it so all this stuff this is a one to one that's what i always loved about radio it's like i, I would say to people i said look i said we're we're doing a bit on the air you you know you, there's a door sound effect you know uh everybody sees that door in yep. their mind's eye everybody sees a completely different door yeah. but they all see the door yeah. Right, you know, and and that's what I love the most about it. And for the most part, most of our listeners are alone when they're listening to us. Absolutely, and that's why uh, Pierre asked me the other day. I was like, uh, I I uh, was referring to, I was saying something on the air, and I said, "All right, all right, friend, we'll talk to you a little bit later." And he goes, "Why? Why do you say friend?" I'm like, "Because there's one person sitting by themselves right now right. who's listening to me, and I'm talking specifically to that person." Right. You know, so I know exactly. Oh, there you go. There's oh, a friend. He's leaving. The door. You him. I pissed him off. You made him feel uh, like an edgy loner. Green door. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> Did I do that? No. <laughs> you hit the door button. Uh, but, um... See, it's opening. That's the sound of me getting out of bed. <laughs> but there's something about the, the live aspect of it and all of that that is just, it's still, to me, it's it's a little bit of magic, you know? Do you know what my favorite thing of coming into the studio is? And and, and I, I, folks, I get to come in here. I'm, I am a welcome guest, and I do my best to not come in. Right? <laughs> right? But but when I come in here, of all of the stuff, uh, all of the stuff that's in here, the endless amount of crap, right? right? Um, not to be, not to be, Compared with Steve's desk, right? <laughs> right. Right, right? I gotta tell you, I've been moving out for two weeks now, right? You better just call a company. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. better just call a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my favorite thing to see in this studio is this. What? Oh. <laughs> My Pre- prep. Preston's pile of paper. <laughs> because I have that same pile yeah. of paper that travels back yeah. and forth. And once or twice a week, you kind of weed through it. I'm never going to get to that. That yep. was a stupid story. Mm. Why did I pull it? Who cares about this? Right? But it's that. And, and the clips. Yep. yep. <laughs> Do you occasionally occasionally lose the entire stack? Because he's done that before. Oh, no. That only happened once. And, uh, <laughs> Kathy, that, the panic. I, that was my absolute win. Big out moment. Oh my god! I was the so panic on that. I've got like five other stacks of these back on my desk, and and yeah, man, you 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 never know what you're gonna need. I, right. I keep a lot of prep handy all the time. What is your favorite rumor about you or any of the people here? Wow. Because there, I, I hear stories about me that just amaze the hell. <laughs> really? Well, well let, let, give us that insight, and then maybe we can come uh, up with well, one. Well, I'll, I'll give you one that actually really happened. This yeah. wasn't a rumor at all. That's a, a saying that brought this to mind. I'm coming when we were at 19th and Walnut Street. I'm walking in the building one day, and and uh, and I'm walking in with Tearson. Which in itself is an experience. (laughs) And he's with another guy. And I'm assuming that this other guy is Tearson's friend. And we get up to, you know, the the third floor. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm walking down the hall. And Tearson's walking down the hall. And the guy's walking down the hall. And then Tearson continues down toward the studio. I walk into my office. And the guy walks in with me. (laughs) 
Uh, and I turned to him and I said, I said, uh, can, can I help you with something? He goes, yeah. He says, I'm Detective, uh, I forget what his name is, but okay. from the Philadelphia Police Department. I have some questions to ask you. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, this has got to be a joke, right? And he starts asking me these questions about this girl who is missing and they found her diary and my name is in it all over the oh place. Oh, my God. Really? Uh, all right. All right. And all of these things that we did together and all of this stuff, I said, I have no idea. <gasps> Wow. No idea what you're talking about. And he, as he's asking me these questions, right, he says, do you live here? No, I don't live anywhere near there. It just ends up, it was a teacher at school, and she was substituting my name for him. Oh. Right? And she was <gasps> missing. And, no way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was fan fiction. Yeah, I that's what so. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, the, yeah. uh, like Letterman's stalker from right, years right, ago. Right. Yeah. yeah, no, no. That, 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 that was, and, and I've had those, the, those stalkers, too. Yeah. 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 So, Are, did they ever find her, Dino? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, they did. They she did. married Barsky. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't remember any any crazy rumors. Um, nothing like that. No, nothing along those lines. I mean, they, we, we get from time to time there are people that, that think Kathy is this prim and proper yeah. uh, uh, goody two-shoes. And I'm like... She's been having an affair with the Bella for years. <laughs> 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 you know how well we played it off. <laughs> I'm like, Kathy Damn. off the air. You're right. I should have never brought it up. <laughs> Kathy off the air tells us some of the most oh my disgusting God. things ever. So ridiculous. Know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to say publicly thank you um, because I grew up listening to MMR and uh, you and Pierre Robert and uh, what you've done for this city, what you've done for radio in general. I don't think I would be sitting here if not for you. And I don't know if I'll ever have a chance to thank you publicly again. Uh, so... Um, for what you've done for Philadelphia and in general and, and BMMR specifically, I just want to say thanks. Well, I won't pay, pay you Wegman's bill. <laughs> you don't want to do That's that. That's fine, too. <laughs> well, I we, have a quick we, question. We, we go to Wegman's uh, at the oh, same, same time. Oh, you see him at the same time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but, but wait a minute. Did I mention this the last time? About the drunk thing? The drunk thing. Yeah, we can. We covered it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I love you. Yeah, 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 I yeah, love yeah, you. Yeah, You're yeah, the yeah, reason why yeah. I'm radio. That's yeah. me. Is there one thing over the entire, or at least a large uh, swath of your career mm -hmm. that you've held on to as your memento, your one thing... That I know from the point we got here, there's one thing I've held on to. Chris, you know what I mean? <laughs> I know what it is. Oh, <laughs> oh from John? Yes. No, no. John will oh. love what it is, too. Uh, John Cena. Yeah, oh, yeah, you get it? I've seen it. Yeah, Casey will go. It was yeah. just, it was on my desk when we got here. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's In the just, old office, it's now gone. Right, oh, and I've right. held on to this picture because I just, I love it, 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 you know, and it's just sort of like now it's like a, a good luck charm. Yeah. But Casey might have. Yeah, he'll bring, I he'll, had, he'll when, bring when it. I, when I first got to the station, I don't have this anymore. When I first got to the station, uh, uh, I, <laughs> uh, I get this letter from somebody, and, and, and I was loud, I was upbeat, I was not what the city was used to. They were used to Harvey. And yeah. Harvey was like, you know, you know, he would start, the letter said, when I get up in the morning, the first thing I want to do is key down. You just woke up. Yeah. How much lower can you possibly go? Right, yeah. and, 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 it was, and she just trashed me, absolutely trashed everything, <laughs> everything about me. Right? And I went, I went off to, okay. We'll right. show you that in a second. Okay. All right. uh, and every morning when I would come in, I would go to, calling it a jock lounge was disgusting. But right. We had two file cabinets and everyone had a drawer. That was yeah. it. Mm. Right. And I would go there and I would read that letter every morning. Yeah. 
every morning and went in there and just go, I'll show you. Right. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and that and that kept me going for the better part of a year. Wow. I, I have a I have a, a text we got one time from some guy who oh, yeah. just it was and this was like. I don't know, like eight years ago or something like that, who was like, you guys are on your way out. This is, you know, this this show's a joke, blah, 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 and all that. And he left his phone number on there, too, because it was a text. And he's like, you'll be gone within the year. And I'm like, print that up. I want to hang on to that. And I still got it. It's eight years ago, and we're still dominating the market. So that's you know, the picture so. right there in front of you. That was, all right, so this I is the picture like. that Steve had, and this is from... <laughs> It was left over from the Philly guys, right? Yeah, and it was, it was a, 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 show a guy. Us. There was a contest to make your Philly guy sign, and the guy, this old guy with his shirt off, yeah. and it seems so genuine. And I'm like, I've got to, I've got to keep this guy. You know, you yeah. Know, the wild thing is, and and, and and people are gonna hate me for this. People are gonna hate me for this. Is that on one of their very last tours, Eddie Van Halen decided that he would do the show, the shows shirtless. Yeah. Same skin as, yeah. this, as this guy. Just yeah. like hanging down. Yeah. And like you just get to a point where it's like, you know, shirts yeah. off, maybe yeah. in the ocean. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But, but, oh, my God. That's great, isn't it? Oh, my God. My the old guy God. with the drill. Yeah. And, but he, yeah. listen, he loved yeah. that show. Guy. And you yeah. always remember that, too. That, you know, when you come in, you're replacing something that meant a lot to other people. And uh-huh. so you got to be respectful of that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, but, but what was lucky for me when I got to MMR was I was, like I said, replacing this revolving door i was i was the first constant that they had right and uh and and steve uh uh, sitton which is really his real name uh, but steve sutton is what he went by because john sitton was a famous uh programmer okay right or consultant and he didn't want to be associated with that so he became steve sutton right and um uh, the man would do everything possible. When we did a changeover in the morning, he would do everything possible to destroy whatever I was setting up. I was setting him he up. Was he was sabotaging. He was sabotaging. Every every time. I was like, like, why? We're on the same damn team. What are you doing? What an amateur right? move. I, you know, I, wasn't, I wasn't used to that. Yeah, you yeah. know, where I came from, it was just like, everybody loved me. We were all just fighting for our lives just to get yeah. the station on the air. Right? Literally, to keep the station on the air. So, uh, Well, listen, I mean, so you're going to be around for a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Doing a bunch of Yeah. And uh, so uh, yep. you know that it's not like you're being launched into space. No. No. Yeah. Well, that's how I left LIR. Yeah. yeah. That's how I le- well, when I left LIR, I didn't say I was leaving. I thought it was going to be damaging to the station. Yeah. So we did this whole thing. We set up this entire bit. I had people from NASA on the phone because <laughs> we were looking for a launch window, right? And you know, and we did this whole bit, and right, and then when it came to the end of the my last show, they shot me off into space, <laughs> and it was this echo going goodbye. No, oh, and then I never came oh, back. My. That's right. And then oh, I God. never came back. <laughs> right, right. And uh, and eventually, you know who replaced me? Vin Skelsa. That's yeah. Vin Skelsa. Right. Right. But it doesn't mean anything down here. But what was the what was his jersey name? Is it um, had those, as some uh, the, the Perth Amboy kid or something like? Did that. Did he go on to have a long career? Or yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. On, on NEW, but he had a great storyteller. Bands loved him, but uh, NEW was the sister yeah, yeah, station yeah, of MMR, MMR basically. MMR, yeah, New MMR, York. Yeah. 
By the way, John's on the he's uh, the the Philadelphia Music Walk of Fame. You got that, which is really cool. You are also being nominated to be inducted into the National Radio Hall of Fame, where you guys are already. So hopefully, hopefully, there's a whole Philadelphia. That'd be nice. You'll be you'll be honored to be next to you. Yeah. If the nomination, if the if the induction doesn't happen this time around, it's an eventuality. You're going to be in. It's going to happen. So well, when I saw the list, there's 26 people on the list, and I saw six people I would vote for over me. Mm. So it's like ah, I don't know if I make this. We'll see. But the final show is is uh, day after tomorrow. It's on Friday. Yep, it's on Friday. In honor of that. The President and the C Show are taking the day off. Oh, that's so <laughs> nice. You know what? You know what? Off. You guys have been so supportive. <laughs> really, you really have. A day isn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> a day isn't enough. Why don't t- take, well, we'll take some more. Take two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take, yeah. take two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, All right, you we'll know, do it. You know okay. what? You know what, Casey? Yeah. I love you so much. Yeah. Right. Start tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Start tomorrow. <laughs> I appreciate that. Throwing out vacation like yeah. that. Yeah. You know what? I, I, one last thing I, I do want to mention is that how much we and our sister stations in this cluster. Uh, have we've we've never played that competition game no. at all? No, 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 no. it's not even never once entered anybody anyone's mind about that. No, no, it, it, it hasn't, and it, that's the way it was. And you know, and the other thing is, is that it was even even if you in that competition world when it was like you know, radio companies only owned a couple of radio stations yeah. and stuff like that. Morning people. When you saw other morning people, we're we're a separate club. Mm-hmm. We're a separate club from yeah. the rest of the disc jockeys because you know it's it's a it's a completely different you know bird, right? Uh, be, you know, doing morning shows. It, yeah. It's it's a it's a familial mm-hmm. because you're exper- just you know you're living hours that Amish people balk at. So right. It's like no. <laughs> yeah. We we I get you. You know, yeah. and it makes a difference. And and speaking of the group, and I, I was saying this, uh, I may have said it during the radiothon, and I might have said it on the air recently. I know I said it somewhere, <laughs> but but uh, the great thing about this group of, of radio stations, you know, the MMR, MGK, Ben FM, uh, XTU, the Fanatic, there is no radio station, there is no radio company in this marketplace, right, whether it's Odyssey or iHeart or anything, no one company and all of the stations they have could compete against the charity work that any one of our stations. Yeah, that's true. And then you put the power of all five of these stations together. I mean, the, the, the... the the millions of dollars in food, the millions of dollars in clothing, the millions of dollars. I mean, and every year, year after year, mm-hmm. you know, we did the turkey drop. You do, you guys do the Phil Abundance uh, camp out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, uh, 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 Andy does the, the, all that St. Jude stuff. Yeah. And, yep. and, and and the toy runs, you know, for for, for the kids at Chop. I mean, it's just every station. Uh, you know, Kristen do, does the, you know the adopt the family thing. Yep. Right. Every station does so much there isn't another there isn't another radio group in this marketplace who does it that's why folks i advise that call your stockbroker today and call, <laughs> tell them you want to buy stock in bbgi <laughs> <laughs> it's cheap it's affordable <laughs> right, right. Yeah, well, it's affordable <laughs> right, yeah, yeah we might get over a buck one day <laughs> <laughs> no but i think it's a, i think it is i think it's a biggest sense of pride of this group yeah that, it absolutely is, is. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh john we love you thank uh, you so much we 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 wish you well and obviously nothing but the best and and thank you for being a great uh, coworker and friend. Well, I, guys, I, like I said, the the biggest thrill. I honestly, I, I, I'm not stroking you. <laughs> 
knowing that I was doing Pierre's show on Friday, all I kept thinking is, President Steve can ask for anything. <laughs> 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 right. Because I, I was on... No, you didn't. I have to listen to this twice in one day. <laughs> I can really make you made. Uh, How many times have you played this song? Uh, it's it's start, we'll find out what year Life of Brian came in. Yeah, go Monday of that week and every day for five days a week. This came on great, man. That's every great. That's awesome. And and when when uh, I was going into the Walk of Fame, all right, Bill contacted. Uh, uh, what's Michael his name? Uh, no, no, no. Idol. Eric, Eric Idol's, Eric Idol's uh, agent. Okay. Uh, explaining, look, you have to understand. All right. Eric Idol has made more money off of me playing this song, right, than he ever did from any of the movies, yeah. right? And he asked, would you say something? Would you Would you do yeah. that? And they refused. Oh. Right? And they refused, right, because he's so damn busy. Well, you know what? Come Friday, those checks are stopping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, John, good luck with everything. Thank we'll you, guys. John DeBella, ladies and gentlemen, the legend. Final show Friday on MGK. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. At MMR, we thought, what better way to celebrate this country's 247th birthday in America's birthplace than with a big old block party? MMR's fill-in-the-fourth block party weekend is four big days filled with big four-song blocks. We'll roll three from one of your favorite MM artists, and you call in with the perfect song to fill in the fourth. Now that there is some good old-fashioned American ingenuity. MMR's Fill in the Fourth Block Party Weekend. Just like the founders intended. From 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks America. Be filed time. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. Brought to you this morning by Horizon Services. Purchasing a new cooling and heating system has never been easier with Horizon Cooling, Heating, and Plumbing with free estimates and next day installs. Booking in seconds at HorizonEZBook.com. All right, the Rainier pilot who died in a horror hot air balloon explosion over the weekend detailed how he created the doomed craft in just 15 days. Hard to believe, huh? Yeah, in a video that was posted to TikTok before his death, uh, Peter Gregory (laughs) died after his homemade hot air balloon went up like, quote, tissue paper. Oh, man. After a malfunction 900 feet in the air. Wow. The clip shows the process of the aviation enthusiast. Uh, through the construction of the balloon. And I cut so many corners. In the video, he has seen sewing together over 270 panels of tent fabric in a shed. Uh, Mr. Gregory was seen replying to commenters uh, posted by unsure users under the clip uh, trying to ease concerns at the crafts of, of the craft's safety. He said the lower part of the balloon fabric, one user said the lower part of the balloon fabric, how do you make sure it doesn't catch fire? And he said uh, that uh, the bottom part of the balloon is made up from Nomex, which is fire retardant, before pointing out that it's made out of the same material as uh, racing drivers, it says. I guess so, maybe they're outfits, <laughs> the actual not the actual driver. drivers. Yeah, we use human skin. Uh, another user asked Mr. McGregory how he could trust the design process before he replies saying that the design and manufacturing process hasn't changed much in well over 100 years. 
Uh, witnesses of the accident said the multicolored craft burst into flames. I'm always leery when, when they say, I built my own this or that. A- a- anything that has you up high and you built it yourself, yeah. I'd be leery of. Well, and with the uh, with the submersible recently, there was, there's, a, there's a Wikipedia list uh, that I saw posted, which is... Um, Inventors who were killed by their own invention. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's pretty wild, and there's a there's a pretty lengthy yeah. list of them. So John Denver died in a, in an airplane he built himself. He built that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. So other stories, a little less intense. A courageous miniature pig named Barbie Q <laughs> took no. on a black bear to defend her fellow animals at a Vancouver Island farm on Sunday. You gotta be freaking kidding me! The dramatic <laughs> encounter was captured. Put him out. Put him out. By the farm security cameras. I'll suck in the kisser. As the black bear slowly approached barbecue, uh, in the footage, the pig patiently waits until she's snout to snout with the bear before charging at it, causing the startled bear to quickly retreat. Meanwhile, other animals on the farm are seen scurrying to hide behind a small hut during the confrontation. No, I didn't want to fight in the first place. Uh, the farm owner, Crystal Walls, said that uh, she was vacationing in the U.S. when her house sitter informed her that the animals were acting up. Uh, upon returning to the home, reviewing the security footage, Walls discovered Barbecue's fearless actions. And she said she was fierce, she didn't back down, and the bear motioned after the encounter for her to relax. <laughs> Apparently Crazy. the bear was like, chill. Yeah. It's all right. She's fine. It's okay. Yeah. Pigs can be really nasty. I had a friend who, he was just walking down the street. He ended up getting attacked by a pig. He ended up, uh, it, and it was just him. Really? Yeah, he ended up, he... He beat the crap out of the pig. I just beat the piss out of a pig. A couple of weeks later, he ended up getting a ticket in the mail for animal cruelty. He was telling me a story. I was like, how did they even know it was you? He goes, the pig must have squealed. Yeah. Hey, that's a dad joke. <laughs> Two. May I say, yes. your delivery... It was a little more natural. It was a little more natural that time. I could not tell it was a you didn't joke. Smell it? No, did you? Oh my god, uh, from a mile away. Yeah. I, I did not. I, I knew thought... exactly where it was going. Okay. A man accused of shooting and killing another. This will bring it back down yeah. to, to life, uh, to, to real life. A man accused of shooting and killing another man inside a movie theater on Sunday night now has been arrested, and police say a dispute over seats. Escalated to the shooting. Yeah, I can see this. The shooting happened at the Century Real That's theater. why I never pack heat, because I would shoot someone as well. Officers <laughs> responded to the theater where, uh, and they were going to see the movie No Hard Feelings. <laughs> oh, seriously? Uh, Come on. Police, police say 17-year-old Enrique, Enrique Padilla shot and killed 52-year-old Michael Tenario inside of the theater after an argument over reserved seats. Police say Padilla and his uh, girlfriend confronted Tenario and his wife, who were sitting in their seats. Uh, they were reserved by Padilla. Staff of the theater tried to help resolve the dispute, but the two couples continue to argue. Padilla is then accused of throwing po- a popcorn bucket at the older couple. So the gun wins in that battle, right? Uh, police say, well, the guy that threw the popcorn had the gun. Oh. Police say that the two men stood up, and uh, Tenario pushed Padilla back toward a wall. Several shots were fired, striking Tenario. Uh, according to Tenario's wife, uh, she said she saw a green laser coming from Padilla prior to the shots being fired. And she also said she believed the laser came from the handgun. <laughs> Witnesses said Padilla fled the area on foot following the shooting. And they also said his girlfriend got in a physical fight with Tenario's wife before she ran from the scene. Delightful couple. Right? Padilla say the 
Police say the Padilla was found hiding behind a bush outside of an emergency exit of the theater. It's a talking bush. He was wounded and asked by a, a bystander to call 911 because he had been shot and uh, he was taken to the hospital, treated for a gunshot wound. He's now facing an open count of murder. Yes. Of course. All right, I've never heard of this before. Vampire horseflies. You ever heard of these? No. I've never heard of such a fly. Uh, with This is in the U.K., Vampire Horseflies of the UK. That's a band name. That's absolutely. <laughs> With temperatures remaining steadily high, a new issue has arrived in the form of hordes of fanged horseflies. Horseflies are bad enough. Uh, the hot weather and occasional thunderstorms had created the perfect environment for the flying menaces to mate in record numbers. Bites can leave victims with skin infections that require hospital treatments, while in extreme cases they can send allergy sufferers into anaphylactic shock. Oh, my God. So yeah. do, do they do they withdraw larger amounts of blood? What, no, what, that's what's just, the vampire application? It's just their name. It's their accent, isn't it? Alice Duvall said, uh, I was in my mom's garden yesterday, and this horrible thing landed on my arm, and the bite was excruciating. With a huge red blotch, which began swelling straight away. It was a horse fly, and there are loads of them all you of a sudden. You are under my spell. Uh, they're really sneaky, too. I never felt it land on me. I only uh. knew, it w- knew it when it bit me. It didn't buzz or anything like a wasp or bee would. That she's right about that. I've had a horse fly. All of a sudden, I feel a stinging oh. on my shoulder. I'm like, dude, they're, I didn't even yeah. know it was there. Their stealth capability is amazing. Yep, yep. Little bastards. All right, we're going to wrap it up right there. That is the end of the Bizarre File. Kathy Romano. Yes. I need a number caller for a secret text word, please. Caller nine. Great number. Right. Let's take the ninth caller at 215-263-WMMR. And if you know the secret text word and we get you through here... We're giving you those tickets to see Dave Matthews. We'll be back in a moment. Lesson, question, trash, music, news are up next. It's a scientific fact. People like free shit. And at WMMR.com, you can find out how to score yourself some of that, like concert tickets, autographed gear, and even cash. Become an MMR VIP to get extra chances to enter online at WMMR.com. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right, but Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Stephen Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. My 93.3 WNMR. It's everything that rocks. Sex and candy. Or as Nick would call them, sex and dessert. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, uh, that one's living on. Marcy Playground. 
Uh, it is what the debate of whether or not yeah. candy is a dessert I'm or getting, not. I'm getting direct messages from people who are adamant on both sides. I'm like, you know, I, I've, I'm not gonna care really anymore at this Let's point. Let's talk but... about abortion. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, you guys want to wow. get into it? Yeah. Is uh, that is something where we, there's more of a consensus. Yeah. But it was the uh, Daily Rush, and then there was there was a post on Instagram, and uh, people take dessert as a candy or candy as the dessert. Very seriously. Very seriously, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, in fact, if you want to see that Daily Rush video, you can go to uh, PressNCF.com. You can go to our uh, YouTube channel as well. And, uh, you know, if you want to obviously stream the show live, you can do that on YouTube or uh, check out our Daily Rush videos at our house there. They're great. Yep, yep. All right, so we were looking for a winner. We needed a secret text number caller. We were looking for number nine, and that happens to be Tom. Yo, Tom, good morning. What's up, everybody? All right, Tom, we are looking for a word. Do you have it? Yes, I do. It's shake. Shake is correct. You are correct, sir. Hang on the line, Tom. We're going to give you a pair of tickets for the second of two shows. It's MMR Rocks, Dave Matthews Band, Saturday, July 22nd. Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Uh, tickets for both shows, uh, July 21st and 22nd, are on sale now via Ticketmaster. You can text concerts at 39333 for a link to the MMR concert calendar and complete details. All right, I'm going to listen. I'm going down on a limb here. I might say this this song might be the best song that Dave Matthews Band has ever oh. released. What song is it? This, I don't even know. This it. song is uh, called Shake Me Like a Monkey. All right. And it was off of uh, Gru Grux, whatever that album the Gru was. Grux King. And um, it's the first song on the album, and it's just absolute fire. Let me crank All it up. Well, listen, we also have a random texter winner. It's Tom Vetter. Hey! Tom! What'd you do? Tom Vetter is from Drexel Hill, and we are also going to give you no a relationship to that right. show. No, I don't think so. Is this spelled the same way? My brother won. Uh, V-E-D-D-E-R. Yeah. Yeah, so oh. that's it. He, it you won a contest. <laughs> <laughs> so that's rocking, man. Way to go, bro. Uh, how's Nick doing? <laughs> Pretty good. Thanks, Ed. <laughs> Miss you. All right. Uh, congrats, uh, dear friends. All right. We need to do today's lesson question. And we are going to give away as a prize uh, tickets to the Pocono 400 NASCAR Cup Series Race Sunday. Uh, yeah, a cup. July 23rd at Pocono Raceway. Uh, the question I think we got to go with is, where did we first meet listener Margie? <laughs> what was the the event? It was unique. Yeah. yeah. Where, and Margie was a caller earlier this morning. We had her on. All right. Where did we first meet Margie? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. We'll do the trash right calling. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right. It is brought to you by Helium Comedy Club, bringing the laughs to Philly for many years. Helium Comedy has the best comics of today and tomorrow. Live every single week. Tickets and lineup at heliumcomedy.com. What's going on this morning? Steve. Well, a Justice Department watchdog determining that a, quote, combination of negligence and misconduct allowed Jeffrey Epstein the chance to take his own life inside his jail cell. In the report, the department claims that Epstein seemed profoundly depressed, according to the two men strangling him. <laughs> oh, my God. 89-year-old, yeah, Frankie Valley, 89-year-old married girlfriend Jackie Jacobs in Las Vegas on Monday night. Valley says the 59-year-old Jacobs has a spring in her step that he feels every time she carries him to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> 
And finally, the stars of Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 uh, uh, hit the red carpet uh, in Abu Dhabi, which is interesting. Traditionally, the area's been tricky for the franchise because the people of Dubai don't really care for Mission Impossible while the people of Abu Dhabi do, of course. <laughs> It never gets old. I uh, thank you for that. All right, I want to see if we can get an answer uh, to the lesson question. Uh, where did we first meet listener Margie? Two one five two six three. She was very sweet. WMMR, and I'm going to go to Carl. See if we can get the answer. Hey, Carl. Good morning. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Ed. Carl. Good, good to see you. Morning to see you. All right, uh, Carl. What's the answer? Margie Palooza. No. Uh, yeah. It's close, yeah. but if, uh, if somebody yeah. actually has it, I know he was listening. Yeah. Casey? I, I said it after the, I did say Margie Palooza. You said Margie Palooza? I did, but that was after what the answer oh, is. I didn't was know that. Said. No, yeah. then we got to give it to him. Yeah, if, he's, if no, no, you no, no, said no. it. Yeah, Carl, we're going to give it to you. Hang on, okay? Oh, word. All right. All right. I, I didn't hear you say that. If you said that along with Margithon, yep. which was the other one. That's our thing. We lie, but we correct it quickly. We got to make sure that we uh, set them up. So we're going to take care of them. Hang on the line, bud. Rock it down Winning music. You didn't hit winning music for our winner. Usually we say. Okay. Well, I didn't know. I'm being bombarded by extra things today. It's almost like an audio Rorschach test. It really isn't even extra. This is what we do every day. I'm, that's not what I mean. I, like, every time I speak, this is, something's being thrown on top of what I'm saying. And again, I felt like that was happening again. So back off! All right, all right. All right, back all off, right. poor child. Back off, poor child, seriously. And there it is again. Uh, we're going to give him uh, tickets to the Pocono 400 NASCAR Cup Series race on Sunday, July 23rd at Pocono Raceway. NASCAR weekend at Pocono Raceway is July 21st. Through the 23rd. Tickets at PoconoRaceway.com. There we go. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, we'll start with uh, Mammoth, WVH. They have dropped Take a Bow, the third single from the band's sophomore album, Mammoth 2, which is due out on August 4th. And it's reported that the 10-track ten ten album was co-produced by Wolfgang Van Halen and Michael Elvis Basket. Shouldn't it just be Mammoth? Uh, I think so. Right? Or it should be Wolfgang Van Halen. Yeah. Uh, it was recorded at, uh, of course, the legendary 5150 studio in L.A. Uh, Mammoth WVH performs tonight uh, in Portugal, and they will serve as Metallica's special guest during... The North American summer run. The guy's super talented. Black Sabbath's Paranoid is now available in quadraphonic sound for the first time in nearly 50 years. Rhino's released Alice Cooper's Billion Dollar Babies, the Jay Giles Band's Nightmares, and other tales from uh, the Vinyl Jungle and Jefferson Starship's Red Octopus. Did you ever, do you know anybody who had a quadraphonic setup when... Years ago, it was going to replace stereo. No, I didn't even know you needed one. It was nothing. Uh, really? Yeah, I didn't. I was, Compared to like something like where you would have a Dolby or Dolby, a Dolby Atmos set up where, you know, where there's much more separation, it didn't seem that I impressive. get lost in all that stuff. Yeah. I really don't know what's what, to be honest. So, but, uh, but it's, it's two extra phonics. And the people that collect this stuff, that's that's where they're, they're going to go for yeah. it. It says uh, quadraphonic sound or 4.0 surround sound utilizes four audio channels connected to four speakers positioned at the corners of a listening space. 
The multi-tracked audio is mixed dimensional, immersing the listeners in an expensive soundscape. What a crock of crap. Yeah, so that's what they have available. All right, according to reports, uh, Mick Jagger's 36-year-old longtime girlfriend, ballerina Melanie Hamrick, is pushing for an engagement ring from the, you my daughter, my lover? from the nearly 80-year-old Rolling Stones frontman. Uh, the pair have been together since 2014. They share a son, six-year-old Devereaux. Uh, Hamrick has uh, recently been quoted uh, discussing with by, by the Times discussing the pair's official status as saying, I know that there have been lots of are they engaged or aren't they engaged. Uh, I'm not bothered. I'm neither here nor there. I don't think that's the question being asked when people see him in public. What do you think it is? Is that his granddaughter? Right. Regarding the quip, an unnamed insider said it's effectively a public ultimatum to Mick and a warning that she is sick and tired of his empty promises. She said they said he does adore her and wouldn't change a thing about the way that they live their lives. But uh, she wants the whole nine yards. Mick is on the fence. That's all she can do at the moment, aside from dropping huge hints. Wasn't Pacino's... um Girl, is she girlfriend? The, the mother know. of the, the baby mama? Yeah. Wasn't she also involved with Mick Jagger at one point? Something like yeah. that. Yeah, like yeah, several yeah. old guys. Yeah, there were several. And she, yes. is, she in her, is she in her 20s? She's in her I thought she was 30s. like very early 30s. Yeah. Okay. God, that's yes. wild. Yeah. yeah. All right, and that's it. We're going to wrap up there. That's what Play I have John Denver. in music <laughs> news. All right, we are playing some John Denver. We are gonna we're gonna take a break. We gotta wrap up the program. Casey and I have to get going for Hoagie Day. Yes, uh, at um, uh, on Independence Mall and near the Constitution Center. So we have to wrap up the program when we come back. So stay with us. We'll get the Word of the Week prize letter when we return. The Preston and Steve Show podcast, ninety three three WMMR, everything that rocks. About time to wrap things up. Seven forty five and. I'm going to do a couple of thank yous. I just ate my lunch, so I'm going to burp any moment now. <clears throat> Saving a big one for you, Kath. Oh. Oh. Uh, but I would like to thank... Uh, and there it is. I would like to thank the one and only Mr. John DeBella. Yeah. yeah. For being on the program today. A uh, radio legend. And he is wrapping up his career on Friday on MGK. That is it. He is done as far as professional broadcasting in Philadelphia goes. And, uh, you know, he'll... He says he's going to devote a lot of his time to getting uh, Kathy Romano upskirts. Well, yeah, he is. <laughs> he, has a, he has a love affair. Apparently, yeah. yeah we did not know Kathy. this. Actually, you know what he is going to be doing? He makes uh, cutting boards. Man, does he do a good job. He was showing me some of his stuff. It's yeah. really good. His, his woodworking stuff is very impressive. So uh, maybe he'll find a future in that. We'll see. Uh, but it was great having John on this morning. Very, very cool. Uh, Jackie Bam Bam. Yeah. <laughs> Is here. It's a sunshiny day. Yeah. How you doing, man? I am wonderful. And speaking of wonderful, John DeBell with you guys, amazing. And like you said, what do you do? Do you hug the guy? Do you say congratulations? Do you kiss him goodbye? He's a legend. What do you? Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Have you uh, ever hung out with John? Uh, like, you know, outside of work or anything? I say we've hung out, but yeah. I mean, growing up, delivering the inquires, I grew up with them. Everyone grew up with the Morning Zoo. And and the history of the Morning Zoo, how it came about, that was great. Yeah. I never really knew that and all. You but, used to deliver the inquire? Yeah, the inquires and the bulletins. 
Were you going out and throwing them door to door? I watched. Like no, really? dub- no one asked him to. He just <laughs> <laughs> double bag them in the rain on my oh, swim you know, bike. I would have loved to see the picture of you from that time. Were, were you had you adopted your rock style at that point, or I, was? Yeah, I still had a ponytail. I guess okay. right. uh, once a rocker, always a rocker, Steve. Totally, man. Yeah. All right, um, how about we get the letter of the day from you? You got it. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on ninety WMMR. Now the daily letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. The letter. R is in Romano. Hey. And we're going to give away our World of the Week prize to <laughs> <laughs> That was the case boy uh, license face there. Uh, yes. Jackie makes faces after yeah. he gives the letter of the day. Uh, we are going to give away the prize tomorrow. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> we have, that's a restraining order face. We have yes, he looks like this. Uh, <laughs> We have a pair of tickets to Moulin Rouge, the musical Friday, July 7th, the Academy of Music in a hotel stay that night at the Bellevue Hotel in Center City. Moulin Rouge, by the way, the musical winner of 10 Tony Awards, including Best Musical. It is a theatrical celebration of truth, beauty, freedom, and above all, love. Uh, July 5th through the 23rd at the Academy of Music Tickets and Information at KimmelCulturalCampus.org. So what are you doing today, man? Uh, we have the workforce blocks, of course, at noon, and um, Bill Weston requested a block of John Denver, so we'll continue where you guys left off. Beautiful. You'll see me down the hallway with Bill later on. After uh, Sammy Hagar, we have the killers on the docket today. Uh, bass player Mark Stormer is 46, and uh, for Chucky D'Amico, he's part of the KISS Army. Their uh, dear friend and uh, manager, Bill Coin passed away today back in 2010, so a big block of the hottest band land, KISS. Love it. All right, well, let me thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today. Today by Duncan, the President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Polar Seltzer. Just water, zillions of tiny bubbles, and great taste. Professionally natural polar seltzer. On tomorrow's program, uh, comedian George Wallace. Nice. Wallace is great. He's stopping in. And we're also going to have our good friend Chief... Uh, Chief... What's Astronomer. His? Astronomer. There good Lord, go. I couldn't think of it. Derek Pitts... Of the uh, Franklin Institute. We always have a great conversation yeah. with them. And uh, like I said, we'll give away that Word of the Week prize tomorrow and see what else we can get into. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll do it again tomorrow, Fred. Bye-bye. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives for newly appointed agents. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp. That's cbp.gov careers usbp.